welcome to episode 161 of the Schnozcast. Uh, today I am here and lucky to be joined by a good friend of mine, Chris Stacy. Hey, hey, Todd. Welcome to the Schnozcast. Thank you very much. Good to have you here. Uh, just to introduce the audience uh, to Chris, Chris has been a good friend of mine for many years. We met some time ago on a trip to Japan uh, at a karaoke bar. Yes. Uh, we had lots of sake. Very much so. Lots of beer. Mm-hmm. Lots of singing. Yes. And yes. there were no pictures. No. Good. No pictures. Uh, after which we reunited several years later, maybe. I think we, we met in Japan 17 years or so ago. And then reunited in like 2012. Yeah, that would have been yeah, 12, 11, something. Yeah, yeah. So we we got we basically got reorged under the same space. We had the same boss. We didn't know it. No. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, I think it'd be great if I could introduce those two guys because I think they'd get along really good. And he was actually right, but we'd already met each other. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Chris moved his uh, subsequently after that. Chris, uh, when I met you, you lived in in New Zealand, Christchurch, Christchurch, New Zealand. Perfect. Yeah, that's that's right. yeah. And uh, you moved yeah. the family yeah. to Seattle around the two thousand six. Wow, two thousand six, two thousand seven. No, hang on, that's wrong. Two thousand twelve. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand. What are we now? Twenty two. Twenty two. It's two thousand sixteen. I knew it was six in there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been here for six years with the family. Yes. Uh, we've known each other for like 17 years. Yeah. Uh, Chris and I have done a lot of interesting things together. Uh, and so I thought it'd be great to have him on the Schnozcast to kick off the inaugural Todd in Charge episode, mm-hmm. the greatest hits or the hits or just the segments that we picked out for this week. <laughs> Welcome to the, to the Schnozcast. Thank you. Good to have you here. Before we go any further, I'm going to touch on a couple of housekeeping items. We are we release every weekend, uh, specifically on Fridays. And if you're new to the podcast, you can catch us on any of your favorite podcast sources like iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and Audible. Uh, so if you uh, subscribe to any of those things, like or fo- like and follow us and you'll be notified each time a new episode is released. You can also follow us, follow us at Schnozcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also interact with us directly via voicemail or text anytime, day or night, 24-7 at 618-SHUCKER. That's 618-SHUCKER. Uh, I think we should try that with the New Zealand accent. Mm, 618-SHUCKER. I like it. I like it. I think, do they do tractor pulls in New Zealand? Uh, yeah, usually tractor pulls and then there's sheep involved. As well, <laughs> you know. Awesome. Well, hey, I'm going to tee up, we're going to tee up some some episodes here and uh, you, I think that you'll enjoy the selection that we have for you today. Uh, and then Chris and I will follow up and uh, comment on the hit or lack thereof. So, Chris, the first thing that I first the first greatest hit I'd like to to start off with is one of the the ones that I recorded the music for. Uh, and so, uh, as you can tell, as you'll be able to tell, uh, I, I humor myself with uh, 
with with my with my pride in in my work. Uh, but this first segment is going to be a, a, a piece of uh, the, one of our Funko Funko this segments that uh, that stuck out. I thought this was a great one, so we'll play this for the audience, and then what we'll do is we'll come back and we'll critique it at the end. How's that? Sounds good. Perfect. <laughs> Cole and a pinch of grizzly. Shut <laughs> it in his butt. Colon's colon skull. My gosh. That's right. <laughs> oh my god. Almost caught me off guard there. <laughs> we missed we missed uh we missed out on your laughs uh, a couple times ago there, Todd. Yeah, you were too busy checking on the uh, pork belly. Oh, which thanks yeah. for responding to my message the other day, fuckface. You son of a bitch. Um, either way, though, yeah, you missed uh, Funko this last time. So they, Nick and, and Bob imitated your laugh. And I wouldn't say that you were missing it, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Can you unplug Krabby's mic? Done. <laughs> so this week's Funko this. Yeah. Is uh, a special edition, the 7-Eleven Slurpees. The okay. pina colada, to be exact. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for echoing the sentiment of every human that's heard this. Uh, I don't get it now. What don't you get, Todd? So I thought Funkos were characters or caricatures of characters, uh, but not inanimate objects, right? So is there going to be a Funko just mailbox? Funko couch. They actually, they have, (laughs) they do have a lot of food branded stuff that are not real, real people. Funko McDonald's fries. They do have a whole McDonald's line. Oh, come on. But believe it or not, these are insanely fucking hard to find. I would take the 1980s Halloween Happy Meal, scary fries and chicken nugget and hamburger before I, I got the Funko version of that. I can't stand this bit at all. When I listen to you guys, <laughs> I usually forward it, but I got to tell you something. That might be the most awesome thing I've ever seen right there. Wait, hold yeah, on. I am, what? I don't care what Funko is supposed to be or whatever. When I looked up and saw that on screen, I was like, are we going to talk about that? Because that looks awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold now. I might be back in on that. Or not, I was never back yet. Krabby's been in. sucking on the faux straw the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They, they, they have a whole series of different flavors. Really? Yes, sir. That's craziness. Ah, that might bring me in. You well, might. now I know it. I need to get Krabby. Brought me in. So that's Funko so that's, this week. So I wonder if, if they're going to do the Funko Snus Pouch. Uh, sure. I, I've actually emailed several times. <laughs> but they don't get back to me. Maybe, maybe one of these days. Todd, you live right around the corner from them. You, you need to maybe take a trip over to the, uh, the factory go, one day. I'm going to go picket them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Todd's been out there all week by himself just picketing. No, no one really seems to know what the cause is. Exactly. <laughs> Todd, you know when you picket, you're supposed to bring a sign. You don't just stand on yeah, the corner. Just there. <laughs> I still stand behind my comments in that segment. I think that the Slurpee is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you supposed to do with a character of a caricature of a Slurpee? You or put a... you put it on your shelf and you display it. Mm, excellent. Do they do life size versions? 
<laughs> I don't know about all that. I will say, I will say, sir, that uh, the the big thing uh, with these collectibles is, as you can see, in my, mm. I, I I actually have a Funko Stanley in my collection, thanks to Corey. Yeah. But do you, is there anything interesting that you collect, any or anybody in your family? Uh, I've got four children. That's enough <laughs> to collect. <laughs> That's, after that, it's just collecting up all of the crap that they collect. <laughs> Do you know anybody who collects things like that, though, like little tchotchkes or trinkets or anything like that? Yeah, I probably do. And then I maybe run away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I think th- this this segment uh, is near and dear to my heart because I, 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 I am amazed at how many different uh, genres. But when I saw this slurping one, I don't know. I, this is my greatest hit only because... Crabby hated the whole thing, the whole idea of it, until it was something that made absolutely no sense. Right. Yeah. Now, was it because it was food or a, hey, or a hey, flavor? I, of I hope Crabby's a big man like myself, but I don't know if that was the if that was the motivator. Slurpees. Yeah. <laughs> Although he did seem pretty pretty excited about the McDonald's fries, so maybe yeah. there's that food element there. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, the next segment up is going to be probably. One that has to do with one of the segments we don't do near enough, uh, in my opinion, which is uh, the, the top five. So we'll be back with a top five rendition that I think will uh, make you chuckle a little bit. Well, strap me to a pig and roll me into mud. If you're still listening to the Schnodzcast, you big idiots, then you're already ahead of the game. Me boys Nick, Corey and Bob are probably still pouring their points, but we'll be back very shortly. As me old daddy-o, me old lad used to remark, here's to cheating, stealing, fighting and drinking. If you cheat, may you cheat death. If you steal, may you steal a woman's heart. And if you fight, may you fight for a brother. And if you drink, may you drink with me. Slanta. Hey, Chris. So the next segment that we want to kick off is top five. Uh, we don't do this near enough, in my opinion. Love top five. Uh, we, we always have a good good laugh out of this. So let me play this segment for you. Uh, one of our top, top fives. Top five greatest board games that you remember playing when you were a kid. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't wow. even, this is the question Todd's been waiting for his wow. entire life. I don't even know if I can think Absolutely. of five board games. <laughs> I, got, I got five, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put all of them in my top five. There's like two. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. That, right, that's well, like, eh. Do you want to, does anybody feel confident enough to at least kick it off now? You don't have to list all five, but maybe a couple. Do, I'll do, I'll do a couple. My, my okay. number one, yeah, Mousetrap. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, now, Setting up on. all I the stuff. I, I Te- can't remember playing that one. You can't remember playing Mousetrap? I remember the name of the game, but I don't remember ever playing it. Oh Well, Bob probably played it with his kids. and I played it with my sisters. <laughs> and you didn't play it because you're too old. I, I, I did both. I played it with my kids and with my sisters. Bob did not young. play it uh, as a kid. Bob, Sure I did. No. Yes, I did. <laughs> that was a good one, though. I thought they only had Lincoln Logs back then, Bob. Yeah. Oh, Lincoln Dude, Logs are amazing. That's not a, that's you're not older than I am. Game, that's not a word game. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lincoln Logs are great. You're now the elder statesman of the podcast, by the way. I'm 32. You are not 32. <laughs> uh, not even a waistline. <laughs> yeah. Mousetrap is my number one. Um, okay. That's a solid choice. Shoots and Ladders, probably number two. I had a lot of fun playing that game. Okay. Candyland, Candyland, number three. You're going like these. These are very young games. 
No, I'm just saying. I'm I just mean, remi- so I, I want to know. Those are too. games I played as a kid. Right. Like, that's so what I remember. What goes into your thought process? What What makes them the greatest games that you? They played? were fun. It was. Okay. It was. You have good memories. Yes. Uh, okay. Like like life is a terrible game. You didn't have a Come good time. Come on now, that's life. in my top five. No, are you nowhere anywhere near this is the oh, wait, interesting real part life. of the whole question to is, me is why so what makes it part of his top five and not part of yours? So so my next so I'll, I'll go on to number four okay. and number five, because number four would have to be risk. So you loved risk, but you hated Love life. Risk. Yeah, life is not realistic enough for me. <laughs> it's the like oh but here, risk is realistic. Well you didn't you were a kid. It's <laughs> I, to this day, to this day, I would still play a game. If someone was like, "Hey, we're gonna play your life," I'm like, "Ah, I'm not gonna show up." I'm like, "Hey, man, we got a game of risk going." I'm like, "I'll be there. I'll be there. 100. I'll be there. Yes, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go." Aiden, Aiden likes a quote from back risk in the day. And, and, and my, my very last one is Axes and Allies. That's gonna be my last yeah, game. My last. Oh yeah. Okay. That's a. That's a classic. Those are my. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, that's probably my top. All right. That, I think it says a lot about. A lot about you, Greg. You get very specific interests when you were very, very young. Yes. And then later in life, spur, spurning the game of life. Yes. For risk and access and allies. Yeah, I didn't care about life. I don't know. There was just something about it. <laughs> I, like, ah, I wanted to lose myself in uh, fighting the not the Nazis. Yes. Fight them Nazis. <laughs> but, I mean, who doesn't like a good game of risk? It's in my top five. I yeah. uh, honestly, I don't know that I've ever played a game of risk in my really. Life. I still, I actually still play it on my iPad. Do you really? Yeah, like have, online against people? I have I have an no, app. No. I have an app on my phone. It's kind of like it I've, is Risk, basically. I've never played Risk. Can you? Is it? What, so you're playing on your it's iPad. An, it's a Risk app on your iPad. So you're Just playing risk. against against. I'm playing against yeah. the computer. Okay. I don't I don't like people that much. So you could play against. <laughs> I, I, okay. You could play. That's against all people, you have to yes. say. I hate people. Who are the people? <laughs> yeah. Todd, you got a top five. Yes. All right. Let's I go. do. Let's hear it. So number one. And uh, it's got to be Monopoly, uh, especially Black Monopoly. Well, hold, hold on. I'm sorry. Black Monopoly. Explain. Oh yeah. Explain. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a slight difference. It's the same <laughs> game, same pieces, same cards. Okay. But Black Monopoly is a whole he other set of rules. Said anything funny yet? Hold on. I know I'm it's coming. I know it's coming. Laughing at him. <laughs> what? I, it's not meant to be funny. It's Black Monopoly. <laughs> it's like, I it's, think it's supposed it's to be no serious. Holes. It is serious. Okay, yeah. Black Monopoly is is hardcore bartering. It is it's the rules that aren't written on the top of that box. It's like <laughs> it, again, it's like if if you let me buy that property off you for this much money, I'll let you land on it three times for free when people are broke. Uh, stupid ass house rules. House that's house rules monopoly. That's garbage. You, you rewrote the rules. <laughs> it's, it's black monopoly. And then and then you actually get into physical fights when you don't get your way. And you can't <laughs> Hold on. That's, that's, that's not black monopoly. Somebody that's every monopoly game. That's every monopoly game ever. Every monopoly game ends in fist of cuffs. You greedy bitches. Wow. You know when an audio podcast is great when people are screaming at each other. When four people are screaming, that's how you know three people passion. You're not in this. I I didn't know that there was a white and a black monopoly. Well, now you know. Or other races, dude. Dude, we did we did a mixed company monopoly with my my wife and my family was here two years ago. <laughs> and Mary Mary quit and vowed to never play with me again. <laughs> oh my god! I I feel as if you're not the only person. 
So I, other I, didn't know, other. I didn't know where you were going. I didn't know if you were like, instead of hotels, there's the projects or something like that. Like, <laughs> well, we call we call them that. That's the hood. You got some houses. If you get like, the hotels, you have moved up. I, I got to Google this. Hang on. By the way, Bob was not a fan of that comment at all. He had oh, an eyebrow. Projects? He had an eyebrow go <laughs> up, and he had this face like. Mm. You know why? Because you're the same guy who just said you don't see color. You're like, oh, is it the project? No, 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 I'm no, like, no. Whoa, what? <laughs> I really exactly. didn't say that. What I said was okay. I didn't know there was a black and a white monopoly. And then you said, "There's even an watch the show uh, Blackish. There's a monopoly episode. There, watch a what?" Blackish. The show Blackish. I don't know what that means. has a Monopoly episode. If you don't watch any don't other episodes, it's one of the best ever. TV show titles. I don't. <laughs> Did you just search Black Monopoly? Nope. Greg is showing me something called Ghettoopoly. Uh, is that, that is that close? That's, that's on that. Amazon. Did Not, someone put that, that together? No, it's on Amazon. It's that's for sale. In, it's for sale in Mississippi. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Where Greg should fucking go right after this cast? <laughs> it's, it's, it's on Amazon. It's, it's got to be a thing. Oh my All right, goodness. Todd. What's your uh, that's your number one is Black number Monopoly. One. Yeah, I think uh, Risk has got to be number two. Is it Black oh, God, Risk or is it Regular risk. risk? No, 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 no. That's I think Monopoly is the one game. Uh, dude, I, I had Tim Sharp's daughter crying. When she's a kid. Oh, how is Tim? <laughs> good, good, good. Anyway, so yeah, so got to be risk. Got risk at number number four. Uh, wait, number wait, you started three, at I number. Say, you started at number one. What, number one was Black Monopoly, and you oh, went yeah, to yeah. number so four number, is risk. Number two is risk. Number two no, is sorry, risk. Two is okay. risk. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, in the middle, of, in the middle of that's got to be. Uh, I think I got. I got to say, life. Black it life took a long time to play. Greg had a real problem with life. I know. Which. <laughs> For me, to this day, I, I liked in a game that took took a while to actually get through. That's okay, fair. all right. And uh, I actually liked uh, Clue. That was like that was like one of the games that my my parents would play with me. Uh, Clue was one of the ones. And then uh, coming in, bringing in, bringing in the rear. Oh. It's got to be a top. Is, I have a question. <laughs> is, are you still is talking about Black Monopoly? <laughs> no, no. It's, it's Battleship a board game. Uh, yeah, I would say that that's a two-person game. I, I would say that counts. What battleship? Bring it in the oh, rear. Yeah. That's that's oh. yeah. I would count yeah. that as it. Yeah, yeah. Now you're talking about but, the old yeah, school battleship, right? Not like electronic battleship. I liked them both, okay. but uh, either one uh, battleship because my mom would. That was the one kind of game that my mom would play with me. So yeah, battleship was not number is my number five. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Nick, Thank you. You, Nick, Nick, you want me to go or you want to go? No, I can go. Okay. Um, let me see here. I would say that number one that I remember having the most fun playing would probably be Balderdash. I don't know that I ever had that. I've heard of the game. I've never. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I've heard is it, of it. Is it a card game it. or is it a? It's a board game. Okay. Maybe black people never said it, so we didn't have it. Boulder Dash. <laughs> I don't. Boulder Dash. I don't. I don't. I can't see. remember. Grandma Dylan going Boulder Dash, son. Well, I've never exclaimed Boulder Dash in my life, but uh, I've played the game. Oh man, You're this like white people me. word, like as if I like exactly. I like can't I read that word. Like I stubbed my toe and I'm Boulder Dash. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, Boulder Dash was was uh, a fun game. I would okay. say, uh, I would say, Pictionary slash uh, Pictionary Man, which was newer, which was a lot of fun to play. 
Pictionary uh, Man. What's that? Tell uh, me about that. Pictionary Man was uh, it came with this. Um, it was almost like a like a stick figure, like a plastic stick figure that you could draw. On, like it was a dry erase board, and it was three dimensional, and you could draw on it, and and all the hints like incorporated drawing on this Pictionary Man. So, and then there were like little props. I believe it, it was so long since I played it, but but it was a lot of fun. You had dry erase markers, and and you did it. So, um, but there was an outline of a man. Yeah, so you, like I drew a wiener on him. Yeah, you could draw a wiener on him if I've you wanted to. Game. I've seen that game. I didn't uh, know that was the, what it was called, right. though. Yeah. Um, I would say... That's White Pictionary, man. That's that's for sure, though. <laughs> it's it's harder to draw on the black figure. <laughs> Not if you got a white pen. A white pen? <laughs> a paint pen? Then yeah. How am I getting it off? Chalk. Chalk? Yeah, an eraser. On plastic? On black plastic? Well, it's I'm not gonna... plastic. It's... Like a chalkboard material? Sure. Okay. It's polyurethane. So, number three, I would say, would be, like, apples to apples. Uh, that was always a lot of fun. Okay. Never uh, heard of it. Yep. <laughs> um, number four. Uh, number four, I would probably say, would be uh, Operation. Ooh, good one. Is that yeah. a board game? Yes. Yeah, it's a board. I like that, yeah. I like that game. And uh, number five uh, would probably be uh, Black Risk. That would be the one that <laughs> we played. We played it a little different. We played Black Risk a little different, but it was always that was the one. It, they would ask, you know, do you want to play White Risk or Black Risk? And I would say, dude, Crenshaw get, versus get see Knights. I would say, get the fuck out of here with that kind of crazy talk. We're playing Black Risk. Okay. It was always more fun. All right. So yeah, those are my top five. Uh, all right. I guess if a number five for me would be Monopoly. Um, I, I never had a bad time playing that. It, it, it was just that, you, that we never finished a game. It seemed like the games would go on for hours and hours, and you just quit. At the end, someone would get mad. The stupid game. Because, yeah, they owed <laughs> way too much money. And Todd's family was fist fighting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we had a lot of fist fights, too. Um, I, I've seen fist dom- fights. Dominoes will do that to you, too. Uh, Mouse, Not a board game. Mouse Trap, number four. Um, nice. Number three, uh, Perfection. Have you guys ever, do you guys ever play Perfection? I remember that game. I, Play that game every day. <laughs> I wake That's up a lot and of live. Losing, dude. I wake up and live that game every day. <laughs> I mean, I can't say either way, but uh, yeah. I mean, neither here nor there. Rather than waste your time in describing it, you could just Google "perfection" as the game. And then there was, and then there was "superfection." Okay. No, that, that's a cheat. Come uh, on, I would say. Um, um, what was the one that? You used to have to like pop the the middle. Oh, naked twister, twister, boggle, twister. No, boggle. Uh, is it boggle? Twister. Hungry, hungry hippos. Yes, boggle, boggle. Probably my number two. Um, and number one, number one. Sorry. Oh, that's ah, okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's, good. Good. that's that's good. okay. Go ahead, Bob. That game, I, I I've never been in more fights. The most fights I've ever had in my life with any other human beings have been playing the game. Is that sorry. the one with the little ones that go up like that, like the little yeah, figurines? They go like this. They look like ki- yes. Hershey's Kisses. Yep. Yeah, they look like yes. tall Hershey's Kisses. I remember and, playing that and too. If you, and you could be like all the way at the end, ready to win, and someone sends your dumbass all the way back, no. and goes, and they and they all and you have to go. I don't sor- care for that. Sorry, I don't care. I don't care. For and then that. you go back, and my sisters would. I mean the the fit my my middle sisters three sisters it's my I'm the oldest and then Becky and then Robin, Becky would 
start to cry and then and then she would she would cry and then there'd be some amount of like pushing and shoving and then she would go into all like down in a ball on the floor and just kind of like hide herself and you'd think she got hurt and she'd wait for you to go like are you okay and then pow (laughs) right in the face wow (laughs) and she sucker punch you easy jackie gleason (laughs) she sucker punch you settle down buddy she was the king he hit he hit his microphone on the the way up (laughs) on the upswing i hit the court (laughs) the the she was the king of the sucker punch and uh and that was that defined our Hey, when you listen to the podcast back and you hear that, let me know how that cord hit worked out. (laughs) Well, that might have been the cord hitting the microphone. (laughs) I know on my punch, I went like this. It was on the upswing, yeah. Yeah. You were passionate, though. I just know. It was a lot of passion. A lot of fighting. This was something that you remember very vividly from your childhood. Yeah. Yeah, if we got my sister on the phone right now, I'd be like, what was the game that you hated the most when we were a kid? She'd be like, sorry. So how many times did you fall for that uh, possum trick? Uh, we all fell for it every fucking time. Oh, my God. Are you because okay? Because I, I was responsible for her being hurt, whether she was or Why? wasn't hurt, because I was the oldest, the oldest. And I was the only yeah. the only son, so I was going to get it one way or the other, so. You get a better, whoop open? It's like, are you going to take a sucker punch from your sister in the face, or are you going to you know, take a, you know, Licking from your dad. Smack her once. Either way, I'll take the licking from the dad. Smack her hard enough once or twice, and that would never happen. You've never been sucker punched by my sister. (laughs) It's more street cred. Todd knows. (laughs) (laughs) She sounds pretty. Charlie Charlie Brown and Snoopy. (laughs) Yep. They used to call, I think Todd used to call her little Bob when she went to Alma. I still do. I think Phil did too. (laughs) Wow. No true words. I still call it a little Bob. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite segments. Uh, what did yeah. you think of that segment? That is excellent. I've been sitting here writing notes because I'm confused by some of the game. Okay. This is a consequence of uh, international I don't know, marketing or trademarks or something, but Boggle took me a while to work out. That's called Ludo in my world. Ludo? Yeah. Like L-U-D-O? Yeah. Hmm. I have no idea why. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah and, you, and you were also you were also seemed uh, confused by shoots and ladders. Yeah, that's like snakes and ladders. Like snakes. You, you go down the snakes and then you climb up the ladders. You have to reach the top of the board. Yeah, that's the game. I don't remember. I didn't play it. I've uh, heard it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't recall any snakes in it though. Is that could that be your your Austra- your ties to Australia? Snakes and ladders. Snakes and spiders. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Got to be Australian or New Zealand because there's no snakes in New Zealand at all. Like Ireland, yeah. Same accent. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, so let me hit, hit me with it. So, your your top five. Um. Well, I'll, I'll come to my top five, but I, I I resonated with White Monopoly being the most boring game ever <laughs> because you know who's going to win within two rounds. Like that's it. It's done. No. Um, yes, you do. But then it takes like four hours to actually play the thing out. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> I, I like your style much better. <laughs> where you divide the family, where people fight for forever. Right. I, I still, like I said, my niece was just here over the holidays. Yeah. Similar, I, I, could, I could say it again. We, she always sides with her mom, and so she refuses to make even quality deals. 
And so literally one of the deals that I did, I'm like, I will sell you. I sold my, 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 his daughter, my brother-in-law. <laughs> I'm like, I will sell you this property only if you promise me that you will never, ever, ever sell your daughter anything that helps her. <laughs> and he agreed. Nice. That, that's where it gets really, really deep. Like, and then, and, and when 16 year old girls are crying over monopoly, yeah, that's it's, something special. <laughs> you have achieved something right there. Whether you want to be proud about what you've just achieved. Exactly. exactly. And, and I think I should, it's, it's probably not black versus white monopoly. It is black monopoly yeah. and all other monopolies. <laughs> Uh, risk, I that I like the game of Risk, but I agree it is much better on a computer without people. Yep. I remember trying to teach my children how to play Risk, and I found that I just gotten totally stressed out by where are all the little pieces gone, and there are children and pieces, and I'm uh, yes. going to lose one piece out, uh, of, yes. out of the several thousand in here. And yeah, I, I, th I think it, it's one of those games that takes a while, which is why I always really liked it because it was fun when you did it. But to your point. Similarly, you played Risk at someone's house, yeah. and you never played it again because inevitably you wouldn't clean it up when you were done playing it. Nope. So the next time you come back, all the half the pieces are missing. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yes. All right. So uh, on to my top five. Yep. Um, my favorite game is a game called Mancala. Say that again. Mancala. Mancala sounds African. Uh, Tell me I, more. Yeah, I think it is. It's Egyptian or African, somewhere in that part of the world. Uh, it's wooden board with um, little cups carved out of it. Like uh, I think it's like twelve cups in two rows, and then sort of bins at the end. And you just glass beads or stones in that. You start with four stones or little glass beads in each of the cups, and then you take turns moving all of the stones out of one cup and place them like breadcrumbs into the next cups until you run out. And depending on the variation of the game you claim everything in the cup that you end on. So there's, you have to sort of do a lot of counting and where if I pick up the, this cup with five stones, what's going to be in the fifth cup from there and things like that. So I forgot to tell everyone that you're a doctor. <laughs> but not a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the description of the game that you just said, it doesn't matter because right. everybody is lost. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Okay, number two. We're moving moving swiftly on. Uh, Mexican train dominoes. Mexican train dominoes. Is that a real game? Yes, it is. You could it, look it up. It's a board game. It, well, it's dominoes, so there's no board involved necessarily. Okay, tell me more about Mexican train. And remember, we're trying to we're trying to mm -hmm. thread that needle there. But tell me tell me more about this this Mexican okay. game. Uh, <laughs> you only play it on trains. Okay. No, no, you All right. Play, anyway, uh, you you start with uh, a domino in the in the start, uh, a double. I don't know six, whatever. And, sure. and, and typically, it's played with dominoes that go up to twelve dots on each side. Yep. Right. I, okay. I grew up with only six dots, and so when I met this, it blew my mind. But got it. There are more numbers. Um, <laughs> a little bit more paint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you've got to build in sequence your own train of dominoes off whatever the double that you started with. Okay. And then if you can't make a move, you can put a little counter, little train uh, toy typically 
on your train of dominoes and then that will allow other people to play onto your train in addition to their own. So you're constantly looking to see, can I play on my own, build out my own line, or play on somebody else's line? And then, of course, the object is to get rid of all oh, of Oh, your dominoes. dominoes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Sounds like regular dominoes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. The, I'm like, okay, maybe they're maybe a little spicier. Okay. Yeah. More numbers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More, more numbers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, connect four. Oh, yeah. I remember that game, but I can't. I can't place like how. How does it? Okay, so you got a, a vertical uh, grid of of slot. You drop the um, the little like checkers, checkers, yeah, 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 in from the top, and your object is to build four in a row. Yes, in like tic tac toe. Is, yeah. is, is, what is is that the same as Stratego? No, Stratego, at least in my world, is. Like a, I don't know, uh, a war game with counters where I can see my pieces, you can see your pieces, what they are, but all I can do is see the back of yours and likewise. <laughs> and then that's a completely different. Okay, game. never mind. Uh, that. Uh, I, okay, but you're dropping a little, yeah. you're dropping a little checkers in the top, right. and you're trying to get a diagonal or a straight line, and it's it's like tic tac toe. Yeah. Okay. We, all right. Yep. Connect uh, four. Yep. Was a good one. Um, and number four, backgammon. Good portable game, easy to, to transport, and I played a lot of that whilst uh, traveling around Europe in a very old V Dub camper in the middle of winter without any heater. <laughs> I bet there's some great stories from that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now I I learned how to play backgammon late in my childhood, right? And I remember for a bit it was I loved it. I was like mm. in love with it and. Yeah. For whatever reason, I, I ran out of whoever I learned how to play it from. I lost that connection, yeah. and I've never played it again. Yeah. But I remember loving it. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. But I couldn't tell you how to play it right now. I, I know what the board looks like, all the little arrows and yeah. the and the little Othello pieces that you move around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I remember exactly what it is, and I remember being in. I thought it was the greatest game ever for yeah. a time. Yeah. And then whomever it was who I played with yeah. stopped playing, mm -hmm. and it fell off my radar. It's an amazing game because it's apparently one of the oldest games in the world. And like the rules, are, there's not that many rules. Right. Like it's it's on the surface one of those really simple games, but when you actually play it, it's... The strategy. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the doctor in you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the maskist, but... And, um, and then the last one on my list is The Game of Life, um, which... There I, you go. Yeah. So now I came to that late... I only really started playing it when I met my wife, who is, that's her favorite game. And she is famous for always ending up with a car overflowing with children. Which uh, I should have taken as a hint. Yes, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to need a van. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I hope you enjoyed that segment. I hope I that the, I hope that the, uh, the audience enjoyed that segment. Cause it's one of my favorites. I think, uh, that is is gold everybody's games and uh truly if you are out there and maybe tonight after we get off here i'll play that episode of uh, blackish so oh, yes. you can actually see <laughs> uh see the manifestation of it because i had never known that actually anybody filmed it because cameras and recordings are strictly off limits during real black monopoly <laughs> no evidence allowed. all right with that and we're going to see up the next segment uh we'll be back in a few seconds g'day from down under just a quick word so there's no whinging. 
No worries. The boys from Schnozcast are taking a break from a ripper episode. Just grabbing a slab from the bottle to quench their thirst. So relax, grab yourself a coldie, and enjoy the music. Ta! Uh, hey, the next thing I want to talk about is, this is my, one of my favorite segments here called the Midnight Star segment. Uh, the question is asked, why don't we have saloons anymore? Saloons. Saloons. Why are there no saloons around here? Well, there's no saloons anywhere. Well, I know. Anywhere. Well, why? Um, Swinging doors. Because the old, all wood. The old west is yeah, tumbleweeds blowing through. No, but wouldn't that be cool? Guys just firing off revolvers. Dusty bottles with no labels on them, stuffed with a cork on top. Wouldn't, wouldn't they slide down the bar to you? Wouldn't that be awesome? Bar wenches just you running take around. One coin, you're like plink. Wouldn't that be awesome if they made a saloon like the the high top? You know, front storefront. You know, the with occasional the, gunfire, with with the swinging doors. Yeah, the hookers walking upstairs with the Johns. Yeah, have a uh, some piano guy player. playing the piano. <laughs> yeah. Have all yeah. this, you know, uh, what looks like a, a a very aggressive could turn violent uh, poker game. Yeah, in, in the corner. Po- poker game going on in the corner. Yeah, there's an upstairs, you know, with a balcony that looks over down towards <laughs> yeah, the bottom. Yeah, at somebody somebody in charge wearing a star of some kind, a tin star. Yes, um, watching to make sure. Yeah. Would you I, would you take that job as the tin star sheriff of a saloon? No, I would be the bartender. Would you though? And I would give the star to Corey. Oh no, Corey, no, no, no. You have to move quick in the old west. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no shuffling around. <laughs> there's no shuffling around in the old west. But just, just Shuff, shuffling got you killed. Just think, west. so you can have bouncers to any bar or or restaurant or club or whatever. Yeah. So I would just make one, and it would it would be whatever the name of the saloon was. What would the name of your saloon be? <sighs> well, okay, let's. I I love where this has started to go. Let's let's backtrack a little bit and let's like lay the good a good foundation. <clears throat> okay. So Nick Bader um, just won a small lottery. Mm-hmm. So let's say you won after taxes, you're going to win three million dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't retire. Oh. <laughs> you can't retire and never work again, but you could pretty much um, upgrade everything about your life. Go to work, you know. You you could even you, you could even put up with bullshit from your work that you don't that you never. You you can quit your job for pretty much anything, knowing that, like, if I get another job in the next six months or a year, if I don't, it's fine. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll wait for the right thing to come along. Mm-hmm. I don't need to, you know. I don't need to put up with what happened today. I'm walking out, boss. Right. So you get your th- you get your three million dollars after taxes, and you decide you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> your your love for the old west. Yep. You want to build yourself a saloon. Yep. So, w- first of all, where do you build it? What's your what's your site? Are you gonna go for something downriver? Are you gonna buy, nope. buy what your parents? Nope. You're out in the rich. Uh, rich, rich uh, Bloomfield Hills, uh, Birmingham area. Yeah, I think it would have to be like, uh, like maybe like a Royal Oak kind of area. Okay, Royal Oak's always a good. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna constantly have traffic. People are gonna like the kitschiness of it. And Royal Oak's actually good because of all the foot traffic. Mm-hmm. People walking by, um, and especially in the wintertime, the way it's you know it's slow traffic all the way through. There's a lot of gawkers. Um, a lot of people just walk around like, oh, what's that? You know, those are the people you want. It's going to be like a Royal Oak or Birmingham kind of place. Okay. So you find a site. Yep. 
perfect layout. It's got a two fl- two story layout. Mm-hmm. Um, above there, even if you just had like a like a set of stairs that led up to like a walkway that just sort of bordered. Yeah, that's what it, that's bottom, what it would be. There might not be anything up there, but just a place to just walk the perimeter yeah, of some, the uh, some lounge chairs and things like that. Maybe. looking over. Yeah. So you find wood a spot. balcony. Right. It, yep. Wooden railings. Yep. Yeah, old timey chandeliers. Yep. Um, but you got three million bucks, so you're gonna maybe maybe find some partners, maybe find an investor, partner up with people, and you're gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out everything downstairs in the corner, maybe a barber. Okay, so lay it out for me. What do you want? You, the the space the space is great. What are you gonna put in the space? Uh, well, there's gonna be a guy playing the piano. Okay, so you're gonna have a, a pl- uh, an actual piano. Not, yep. But a, like a player piano, not like a grand piano. Like it's no, be no, like no, sort no. of a upright. What? No. Yeah, one of the old old timey. Okay, but you actually play it. It's yep. not like a someone's going to be playing. Okay. Someone's going to be playing it. All right, so you're going to have to hire a piano player. Yep. Okay. Um, maybe a barber in the corner. An actual barber. Yeah, they used to have those in saloons. In the bar, in the saloons. In saloons yeah. Really? Yep. When did they break that out into their own barber shops? I don't know, but that's what they used to have. 1934. Right. <laughs> 1834, maybe. Mm, no, okay. but but yeah, if they could have like the the poker thing going on or. You know something set up to look like that. You right. know at least not not let, let's say, let's not do what the hipsters would do, where they have an actual like poker table with the felt. No, 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 no. You're no. talking about just a regular table. Wood tables everywhere. Yep, and it's gonna be like uh, dog-eared cards. Mm-hmm. Um, spittoon in the corner. Do you do a spittoon? Mm. I don't know if I want to encourage that. <laughs> So is Corey welcome in your bar? Yeah, he can, I was going to say, I guess he's never come to your saloon. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd be so pissed if you had to walk over and spin into a giant brass. Spittoon. No, I'd make it from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! So do you have, do you have any plastic products in your bar, in your bar? No. Okay. No. So would, glass glass only. Bottled beer, whiskeys. No taps. They, they no. did have taps back in the day. They did. Yeah. What kind of taps did they have? They they had kegs of beer back in the. It, okay, it's like well, Civil War days or we'd have to. This is, this War, is yeah. like late, yeah, late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, they had they had eighteen fifties. Did they look? At, I swear, I swear they did. Real quick, uh, Scotty Moore's with us. Scotty Moore. Scotty Moore. And uh, someone else joined, but um, has sadly failed yet again to change the name. <laughs> Bathsheba. Miss Tiffany's here. I see. Still you know, is Tiff. Uh, was it a keg or was it like yeah. a whiskey barrel full of beer? Uh well, there was a tap. Generally, like a, right. like a like a pull down from the but gravity fed the top. I don't know. What the tap would probably be at the bottom, and it would probably be gravity fed. It would come down, and pour the beer. You know what I'm saying? Possibly. I don't know. It would have to be. I don't know. Well, it's not CO2 tanks. Well, let's let's not get hung up on the small details. Uh, tell me more about your old timey bar. Uh, so you're gonna have the male bartenders. Okay, you're gonna have no, the. You're not, you're, you're, so you're gonna open yourself up for for some potential uh, lawsuits. Well, it's it's based on the idea of what you're going for. It's not based on. I mean, it would be like saying, "Well, I'm a guy, and uh, I want to work at Hooters. I want to be a waitress." <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah, so, so you can get away with it in that capacity. All right. So, but you're gonna have, you know, the female waitresses and the big. Layered dresses, you know, walking around. Did they have? I don't think they had waitresses. Yeah, I feel like every western I've ever seen, everybody just goes up to the bar and like, I'll have a. Yeah, I think they do give too. A, give me a shot. Maybe those were horse. <laughs> walking <laughs> I think so right because they were walking up and down the stairs. All right. The time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hate to uh, burst your bubble here, Bob, yes, but from the brief research that I did from just looking at pictures of 
old time saloons. <laughs> From just looking at pictures, there's no taps behind the bar, so it's pretty easy to tell that there was no taps back then. I, I think I, they I just feel like you need to do a little more research. I though. think they had barrels. Not right now, but barrels. The, the one did have yeah. barrels, but I, it looks like whiskey. Yeah, maybe it's whiskey. You yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, all right. Well, so I'll table that. I'll do. I'll look because I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. So okay, so you've got player piano. You've got a uh, table, round table for poker games, slash gunfights. And then you've got your male bartenders. Now are they dressed like the Sugar House? Oh like yeah, the old time. Even more so. How so? Well, I want handlebar mustaches. Ooh. Okay. Yep. So is it mandatory or just handlebar mustaches uh, encouraged? Yeah, it's encouraged. Okay, not mandatory. No. Okay. Long beard. You know, someone looking like Joe. He could bartend. I f- did they? Was there a lot of bearding going oh, on yeah. back then? Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a lot of waxed mustaches. No, there were beards and stuff too. Yeah, long beards. Yeah, but were they for people of a certain station, like ranchers? No, and not necessarily like my my great great grandfather had a huge long beard mustache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about? Uh, are there any bar stools at the bar? Or is it just like that, like gold? That sort of like a uh, like brass brass footrest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think there'd be bar stools. Okay. Because there, there wouldn't every western I've seen, there's no bar stools. Really? Yeah, they just stand at the bar. All right, well then, no bar stools. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to dictate. Sw- swinging doors. So what happens in the wintertime? I don't know. We'll figure something out. <laughs> Snow comes blowing <laughs> in. <laughs> yep. No one wants to come in your bar because it's so freaking cold. There'd be like a, a real securable door, maybe in the front. So can you make? Because you got three million bucks, mm-hmm. can part of your business plan be to make a giant stone fireplace, an actual wood? Oh yeah, wood burning fireplace. Mm-hmm. There would have you'd to be constantly stoked. So you'd have bartenders, whores, piano player, mm-hmm. fireplace stoker. Yep. Okay. Barber. <laughs> and <laughs> and the barber. And the guy running the poker game. No, no, no. It's uh guys just guy, playing poker. Yeah, yeah. Guys playing poker. Yeah, it's not a not a run poker game. Um, they're just. You know, playing for. So, how about the name? I was going to get to that, but go ahead. <coughs> Two options. Either the Midnight Star. That's not bad. Not bad. Or the Stumble In. <laughs> I feel like with three million bucks and all the planning. That would rule out a uh, a kitschy comical name like the stuff. I was gonna say that's that's not very old western. That's no, old western would just be saloon on the outside. <laughs> that's, well, then there's your that's name. True. There you go. So, uh, the beer engine was invented in 1785. Oh, there you go. But it was not commercially available until. Uh, <clears throat> not in what. That's cool. We give, could, give, we, we could, give me give me a second on that one. Yeah, but nope. it, it was it was Not also a... created in England. It wasn't here. Yeah. So beer was served directly from barrels before like have, scoop it out of the barrel? No. Like have a little spout at the end that okay. you just put your glass under it and pour it into the glass. Okay. But yeah, the the beer engine was invented in seventeen eighty five in England. Okay. I'll have to keep on reading to figure out. Yeah, what I it want came to. Over I here. want to as well. That's some homework for me that I want to do. Hmm. All right. So, I'm I, I'm more partial to the Midnight Star. The Midnight Star. Yeah. I have to agree. Okay. 
why, how, why the Midnight I Star. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I figured that. No, no. Could have the sheriff's star on it, too. Right. Law sure. enforcement friendly. Sure. S- Scott says, Miss Kitty, like in Gunsmoke. <laughs> Scott, you're you're old, but you're not old enough to remember Gunsmoke. Bob, upper balcony? Yeah. On the outside? On the outside? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Girls gonna hanging over the side? Going to have to remember. Hey. No, no, that, no, no. You're the owner. That's where you stay with your cup of coffee, constantly cup of coffee, <laughs> in your overalls and uh, or your suspenders with your- My like, three-piece suit? No, no, no. You're wearing- No, I was going to say three-piece suit all the way. Yeah, you're, I would have to wearing... do a three-piece. If I'm the proprietor, three-piece suit. Uh, Pocket watch hanging on the outside? Yes. I don't see you as being like a well-to-do, like a like Top a like a, like a dandy, like a Jason Thomas. I don't see you like a dandy. <laughs> I'm not a dandy. Yeah, I see you as being more <laughs> no, of like a. I don't think you know what a long dandy underwear is. shirt that's actually a onesie that goes down to your down to your ankles. No, no under, bar or saloon owner your, would no. Yeah, Bob, yeah. You're getting off the and mark you're here. Watching you're there, getting you're off like, the mark. Yeah, I don't like the look of that guy. <laughs> M- maybe the yeah. three-piece suit, pinstripe shirt, no overcoat. I'm gonna, Suspenders, <laughs> you know where I look casual, maybe a little bit more casual. Right. Handlebar mustache. <laughs> this is the old uh, shoestring tie. The bowler tie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I think. How I y'all doing that. tonight? And a bowler's cap. Real fine. Real <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right, I'll have to find the picture I'm thinking about. But. This right here, is Chef Corey. Chef Corey runs the saloon. Any kind of riffraff. Why don't you be a chef? Sheriff. Sheriff. Oh, I thought you said chef. No. You'd have a gold star. (laughs) I thought it was a tin star. Yeah, well, it is. It's like brass. Well, brass and tin are two different materials. I didn't say tin. I did. <laughs> I, I think back then it was Tim. B- Bob's making this into his own, <laughs> right. own saloon. I'm just Whose thinking, saloon is this, Bob? <laughs> it's your saloon. I'm just trying to help think you. I think we know who the village idiot is. Historically accurate. <laughs> yeah, I think they were Tim. Otherwise, every time I come into your midnight star, I'd be like, nice brass star. They didn't have brass back then. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> Fail. See, of course, show Mr. Rankin out the door. <laughs> <laughs> What a great segment that was, Chris. And we're having a little bit of technical difficulties in that uh, Chris's headset died. But hopefully we'll get him synced up in a second. But uh, uh, your microphone still works, Chris. Uh, hearing that, I think that uh, the one thing that's missing is a Black Monopoly table at uh, yes. the Midnight Star. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> I, love the way, I love the way this was uh, was uh, Nick's dream, but uh, totally dictated by Bob. <laughs> How is it we have all these people with beards, but there is a barber in the saloon? What's he doing? He's just trimming them. He's just trimming them. Okay. He's just trimming them, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what a great segment. I think what we'll do is we'll let your uh, your headset, is your headset working now? No. Okay. We'll get your headset charged. Uh, we'll come right back to it. Uh, I thought that was a great segment, and we will line up the next one. I think uh, there is one here that uh, I think will make really, really interesting uh chat about this is one of ne- one of the uh existential questions of the week I, the one, that's a segment that we do very fairly regularly uh, i think you'll get a kick out of it uh so we'll, we'll tee that up next we'll do one of nick's uh existential questions of the week uh and we will be right back
Chris, uh, back at it again. Uh, this is one of my favorite uh, segments here. This is Nick's existential question of the week, uh, and it's from the director of Tacos uh, episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll explain that to you later. Uh, but uh, first, without further ado, let's kick this off, and we'll talk about it on the back end. Nice. If you could eliminate any type of insect permanently from Earth, which one would you get rid of and why? That's this week's question. And I'll go first. And you can't copy. <laughs> Who? You can't copy. <laughs> oh. No samesies. Okay. So if I could eliminate any insect from the world, I think mine would be house centipedes. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. The tiger-striped nocturnal centipedes that can get up to several inches long that race across your floor. And it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, my house doesn't have those. It does because they come up through the water drains in your floors. Yeah, they do. So you could even build a brand new house that has no bugs in it. And the second you put a drainage drain in the basement, they travel from house to house. So all that shit that fucking drains down your drain, they traverse that, that which also makes them very disgusting. And they have fangs, and they can bite you. Now, people are like, oh, you know what? They're so wonderful, and they're predatory, and they take care of all the bad bugs. Um, so they're great. No, you can get bitten by them, and they're hard to find. And if that doesn't make you fucking freaked out enough, they have a defense mechanism. So if you go to squash them, or if you go to grab them. So you mean to tell me not only they can bite... Yes. They also have a defense mechanism. They have something other than biting as a defense mechanism. The, the How are you bite, supposed to kill them? The, just listen. Seems impossible. Fire. So, so they legitimately, <laughs> this is creepy enough. So they, they have all these legs, right? So there's many? so many legs. A lot. A lot. <laughs> so, so their defense mechanism is this. They are able to detach their leg if something is trying to hunt them. And the nerve endings go into a spastic state in that leg. Which one? What's that? Which leg are they detaching? Any There's one of so them. So many legs. Any one of them they want. A ran, a, at random, a leg. Yeah. So if you go to grab them, one leg, though? Like, a, like a chameleon's tail that can be pulled off and they can regenerate, they, they can detach their leg. And that the idea is, is that leg falls onto the ground, which I've seen before, and it's disgusting. And it twitches back and forth like this. So the, oh, the, and, you're, and you're bewitched by this. Yes, leg. the mind forget about the mindset <laughs> is is that the the predator that's going after them, which they they don't have many, will be like, oh just, my god, what just, is just what Nick. is what is going on with this leg? And then they're gonna run away and escape with their thousand other legs. You know, I could say with a hundred percent confidence that when I've killed them with my piece of toilet paper, mm -hmm. that has never fooled me. Got them <laughs> no. every time. No, have you seen You're the twitching? Have you seen the, Have you seen the twitching though? Nope. No, you have never uh, seen that. Unless I happen them? to look at the squashed oh, yeah. bug on my on the piece of toilet paper. No, 
Yeah. So Killed I, I think it's more or less for smaller predators that are not human, that are just not squishing them. But they are very fucking fast. <laughs> so they, they lose legs. They don't go into full body lockout? No. Okay. <laughs> no, they lose legs. Corey Celeste with the, no, call, with the callback. They're, they're called house centipedes. <laughs> we don't have them here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you have them. We don't. But but that's mine. Um, so we'll we'll go back to the main screen and we can. Uh, we if can you're new to the Schnozcast, go back and uh, do a search for the body lockout episode. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I, I I'm going to need some help though because I don't know the name of this bug, but it's the one that. Um, at night, when you have a window uh, with the curtains up, but the lights on inside, and the bugs are like trying to get in. It's a very it's specific like, bug. It's literally like bing, a moth. Bing, bing. They're not. That's not a moth. Is it a summertime thing? It's a summertime I was, thing. I pulled up Google to do a search, but I don't even know where to start. Uh, I feel with like that. Nick probably knows the type yeah, of bug. It sounds like a June bug. They have a hard, probably, uh, hard exoskeleton. Yeah. They're harmless. You can pick them up in their hands, but they, they don't bite against you. that window. They're like bam, they are like with all of their might. Hard shells right against the window. Because June bugs are like they're. Uh, it sounds um, like someone is tapping on your window. It's that loud. They're such a small bug. They're a type of beetle. They don't have a soft. Yeah, uh, I yeah. I would I would love it if that they were eradicated from the planet. Yeah, I love June bugs. First of all, it tells you when when things are starting to warm up and and, and summer's here. You know what else tells you when things are trying to warm up? The warmth mm. of from the sun. Huh. Um, but it could be before. Those so are facts be, that I knew without the June bugs. They're nature's soothsayer. They're, they're telling me something I already knew. Yeah, but if it's not warm yet and all of a sudden they arrive, you're like, huh, summer's around the corner. <laughs> so they arrive before it gets warm? Yeah. They're called June bugs. Sometimes in June, in the beginning, it's a little cold. <laughs> in Michigan. You know what? Because it's fucking June, I just assume it's going to be warm. Because it's fucking June. Now, if they arrived well, in, February, in February, I'd be like, wow, that's kind of weird. Is it going to be warm in February? Well, you would be you're wrong. You're the June bugs. You would be wrong. Yeah, fuck those June bugs. I love them. I always grab them when I see them. Todd, your thoughts yep. on this matter? So I, I actually, I'm going to go back to the, the much. I have one true answer, but my, I have a close, fa- fast follow second. My, my, uh, my, the, the bug insect that if I could eradicate it from the earth is the uh, flea. Or not flea, sorry, tick. Uh, Ooh, I, this is the one, one reason I'll never, ever move back to Massachusetts ever again is because oh, of the ticks. They're lousy with ticks. <laughs> uh, they are freaking filthy filthy beings uh they live on rats ro- any kind of rodents uh deer they cause lyme disease they bur- i had one burrow into mary's ass and i had to dig it out with the tweezers and its head stayed behind did, did you fight it oh i did dude actually the, the 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 most sad thing that i ever did is when we first moved to mass hold on uh, i had an older duck todd did yep i just need to ask clarifying question how did you find out it was on Mary's ass? Did she tell you, or you found out? No, no. Yeah, he, he said in yeah. Mary's ass. It it, would, it had already bur- burrowed itself in her. She had to get uh, the treatment because uh, the treat- She said she did, thought. Hold on, she, did you give her the treatment, Todd? No, I, no, I was going to no, say, no, yeah. No. Were you giving the treatment? And was that how you found out? Like, oh, what's this mole? Whoa! No, no, she, Mary. Todd. No, this is no lie. We were just talking about this the other day. She uh, <laughs> she wasn't feeling well, and then she said she she she's like, my leg feels like it's going numb. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Can you, can you, and she goes in my, just, I just have this kind of soreness on my back. Can you take a look and see if you see anything? And sure enough, there's a, this huge, cause it already engorged itself in her, in her, in her butt. Uh, basically a ticket, it, it, it burrowed into her skin. 
Uh, and she was already having uh, effects of this thing burrowed into her. And so I had to grab a, a tweezers and, and, and I tried to pull it out. And I, we've since learned I should have put alcohol on it or, or heated the tweezers up super hot so that they back out. But uh, yeah, they're filthy little uh, in, insidious. And again, and like much like your centipedes, they don't, you can't, if you can't step on them, uh, they have a really hard shell. And if you try and mash them with your fingers or with paper towel, it does not work. You can't apply enough pressure. Like, uh, literally, they're almost invincible, uh, and they're just disgusting little... So yeah, I can't say enough about it. A couple things about ticks. <laughs> if you live in an area where you have ticks, you should probably already know about this, but if not, um, they make a tool. Um, so the tool kind of looks like an upside-down teardrop. Um, it's a piece of metal, upside-down teardrop hole in the middle. So you've got the normal the normal hole, and it just kind of varies down and that's for slender at the end yeah it's it's based on ticks of different size so basically what you're supposed to do is get it around the tick and spin it um the way to correctly pull it out is by spinning it for whatever reason their mouth can't stay locked while they're spinning while they're twisting yeah but um but you're absolutely right their heads do get stuck and also um since there's some can be small some can be large um they often don't recommend to try and pull them out with tweezers because not only will the head pop off and it's kind of burrowed into you which is they're nasty things but and you can still get infected absolutely yeah but um what they've said is it by by grabbing onto them and pulling you're causing pressure which actually causes the tick to vomit inside of you and causes even more infection and then of course they can have lyme disease and all kinds of stuff like that so the only reason i wouldn't have said tick yeah because they are nasty nasty creatures uh they're like little monsters um is i don't experience them enough where i live yeah but it's why i won't ever move back to massachusetts or the or the uh new england area because they're lousy with them up there and then summers are just horrible and they walk around your house but let me again if you can humor me for just a few more seconds the the meanest thing ever uh when we first moved there we had an older dog bailey our first rottweiler uh and she uh she she she's getting older so she's getting these little growths she had this little mole thing on her face and i'm like oh she's getting like little little fatty growths on her face that sucks for my baby girl and then like two days later she had like two more moles on her face and then and i'm like holy cow these are like coming up pretty quick i know that she's old but she's getting a mole this big fat mole on her face and it's gray every day and so uh no lie like on the next day i see like two more pop up and i'm like i'm like i'm gonna pinch one of these i pinch it off and i see this little monster with teeth and i'm like no way i had to call my boss and go what the hell he's like it's a tick. Burn everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I burned my house indeed. down and, and moved to the next town. And that's how Mary and I moved I the did. first time. <laughs> I did. And I moved to Washington. Corey, what, uh, what's your guess here? I'm going to keep this very short and simple, Bob. All right. Mosquitoes. They're fucking annoying. Excellent. Thank you, Corey. Great no pick. <laughs> That is one of my favorite segments of all time. Because uh, I, if you can't tell, I'm super passionate about uh, about my hate for ticks. Uh, mosquitoes would be a, a, a fast second, but uh, this I think this is a great one with you, you as a guest because uh, having lived in Australia, uh, there are lots of creepy crawlies that are pretty nasty. Oh yeah, uh, there. Can, what, what, yeah. what what's your if you could eradicate one thing, what would it be? Ugh things but yeah i said but firstly i'm really glad we moved to seattle and not anywhere with ticks 
and where are those house centipedes? Like what part of the country? <laughs> if you if you have, if you listen to Nick, he says they're everywhere. I've I've yet to see one here. Right. Uh, so I'm not gonna believe. My, I believe that it, they must be isolated to the Midwest. Okay, I'll run with that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any any missing legs just twitching about or any centipedes running around. I think also I, I imagine Seattle doesn't have a lot of basements. Uh, mm. We don't have a basement in, in our house. Yes. So we don't have drains like that in a, in a house that would have a basement. Uh, so if you have a sewer system, because again we're on a septic tank. Yeah. Uh, so maybe. The fact that I am out in the woods yes. uh, means that I don't have them, uh, even if they are out here. But clearly, you haven't seen one of these several-inch-long, hundred-legged no. beasts that can detach legs to do a little jig for you to no. distract you. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't crossed my path. At all. No. But, uh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll stay in my happy. Experience. That's fine. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I, you're right. The, the Australia has a lot of things that are really nasty. So I grew up in New Zealand, lived in Australia for a while, then England and here in the US. And like, there's nothing in New Zealand that can really hurt you. Except like, for the earthquakes. Yes, earthquakes, true. Good point, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no creepy crawlies. No. no. And... So, like, the most irritating thing in New Zealand is mosquitoes, and then there's a thing called a sandfly, which is kind of like a thing, like a mosquito that flies in the day, but smaller and super annoying. They bite? Yep. Ooh. Yeah. And, you know, humid, damp parts of the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just horrible. So, but that's kind of minor on the scale of things, right? And then you get to Australia, and everything wants to kill you. Yes. Sp- spiders that are on the offensive. They're not running yes. away. They're no, not starting no. on the run. Yeah. They're, they're running at you. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's just this <laughs> weird effect. Like normally things, you know, like you make noise as you walk and they run away. But no, in Australia, they're, come on, come on. You're like, come on. So, so when we were living in Australia, I, we developed the habit of like you get up in the morning, you go to put your shoes on, but you check your shoes first because somebody might have moved in overnight. And it could and, be anything. It, it, it could yeah. be a spider, some other so, some sort of poisonous beetle, a snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, but I think probably the one that used to just make my skin crawl was a little bit like the centipedes, right, was cockroaches because they're uh, another one of these disgusting. things which you know are everywhere but you can't see them. And... And so in, in, when we were living in Australia, you would come out at night and you had to make this choice of, do I t- leave the lights off as I'm walking around? <laughs> right? In which case, there's a very real possibility that there will be a crunchy sound sure. as you walk bare feet. Or do I put the shoes on, the slippers uh, on, but I've got to check the slippers for the dangerous spider that oh, might have moved in. Man. Right? Or then you turn, you flick the light on and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd never be able to sleep. That's right, yeah. I have so, this phobia of things crawling in my ears at night, so I would yeah. not be able to uh, yeah. thrive in that environment. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then uh, ants. So we were living in Melbourne at the time and and chatting with these folks who had been, uh, they'd actually been working in Papua New Guinea, and they were describing how they used to have to put their bed the, the legs of the bed, they had to stand in bowls of water 
Otherwise, the ants that night would just come and swarm all over them. But the, but they didn't want to go into the water, so they would not traverse the bowl of water yep. that the legs were sitting in. Yes, that's right. So you had this bed, four legs, four bowls of water. I, w- I would... That would just be... So I, w- I got to get Nick, because I know that he picks the existential questions like out of a hat or there's like a thing that has them. Right. But... I would if if you could if if somebody asked me the thing that I what what point in history if you could go back anywhere and and see a thing happen right I would love to see the look on people's faces when whomever discovered the fact that hey these ants that keep crawling in the bed and jacking with me every day yeah if we put the bed legs in water right <laughs> like, yes like whoever discovered that's like oh, yes. they, they should have a building or a campus named yeah, absolutely after them. yes give that person a medal <laughs> absolutely yes. <laughs> I have this brilliant idea. Let's take the bed. Yeah. This is going to sound crazy. Yeah. And we're going to buy four fish bowls. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're going to fill them with water. Yeah. And then set the bed inside the fish bowls. Yes. And that will keep the ants away. Yeah. Unless you turn over in the night and the sheet touches oh, the yeah. floor. See that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bad idea. What did you do? <laughs> That is hilarious. That is hilarious. That would drive me insane. I, yeah. Speaking of ants, too, and ants, there's so many of them, but on a, a, a slight diversion, but when I was in Thailand, I mm. uh, went golfing, uh, hit a ball into the woods, as I'm known to do. Yes. Uh, actually, technically, I guess since I was in Thailand, I hit it into the jungle. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and, I, and I, I distinctly remember I actually ended up getting stung by a bee wasp thing that was really, really mean, that was really bad. Yeah. But before that happened, when I, was, when I went into the, to the jungle to find my ball, uh, the, the caddy, she's, she's like, spoke very little English, but she's like, no, 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 please, please. And I'm like, no, no, I, it's right here. Yeah, and she's like, right and, there, and yeah. she's like, no, 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 no. You, you could come back. And I'm like, I see it right there. I'm just going to take a quick, I want to wedge it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. And so that it was right next to this tree and I, and no lie, Chris. So I walk in idiot. Cause I forgot about cobras and all the other <laughs> Things because Thailand is also yeah. rich with things that are looking to hurt you. Yes. Uh, but on this, I wasn't thinking about that. I walked in, uh, leaned against the tree, and then I heard this noise. And I'm like, what is it? There's like this rustling. And I start like looking around, and it was the ants that were up higher in the oh. tree that s- they could either smell or sense that I was at the tree, and they were on their way down to kick my ass. Right. And that's why she's like, no, you come. <laughs> They're probably fire ants. I probably would have been freaking zapped. Oh yeah, that would be bad. They yeah. they probably would have beat out ticks if they had made it to me. But I fortunately made it out of the jungle, yes. only to be stung by this bee, and it felt like somebody stabbed me in the in the elbow with a dagger, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to die. Yeah, but I lived. That's, that's good. All right, hey, we will find the next segment here. I think I'm going to tease something up uh, that that was mentioned in this segment. Uh, the uh, body lockout uh, episode. Uh, let, let, let's uh, let's tee that one up and see what's going on there. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa there. Just hold your horses. I can tell that some of y'all are getting a little bit squirrely about waiting for Bob, Corey, and Nick to get back to business with the rest of this fine, fine episode of Schnozcast, which is pretty as a peach. It won't be much longer now. Maybe something is all cattywampus with the microphones or something. You know how these things are. You're preaching to the choir because I can't wait neither. Anyway, the boys are fixing to come back with a whole mess of funny stuff that's hotter than a hooker's doorknob on payday. 
So just take a rest and enjoy the music, darling. Hey, Chris. I, I'm super excited about this next segment. Uh, this one, this one has me rolling. Uh, this is uh, Bob talking about, uh, actually, I don't, spoiler-free uh, <laughs> intro. He's talking fondues and cooking on rocks. This is some hilarious shit. Uh, let me let me kick this off for us. All right. My, my mom uh, and her husband came into town uh, for two days, yesterday and today. They're leaving tomorrow morning. Um, the reason for, was for a funeral. Uh, my mom's my mom's cousin, who she's been very very close with, um, his wife passed away, and um, you know I, I I I've known them my whole life pretty much, but I don't ever really ever hang out with them. I would see them at you know, various family functions, but it was never more than like once a year over the past you know twenty five years, and in the past. 10 it's probably been way less than that but i think i've probably gone four or five years without seeing them i hear about them from my mom and you know they're nice people um in fact apparently uh, he's got a podcast too i didn't i found that out at dinner oh wow because they're like <laughs> you know oh what, what uh, how long you got you got other plans tonight and i said well yeah i gotta leave because you know i know you don't know this because we don't talk very often about this kind of stuff mom but i have a podcast and she gave me that mom thing, like, oh, that, well, that's nice. Like, good, you, you, good have, for you, you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? And so her husband got piped up too. You got a, you got a, you got a what? A what cast? You got an iPod thing? What do you got? An iCast. What do you, what do you, what are you doing? So I just started to explain, and uh, and I could tell like fairly quickly that like it's going to take a a lot more work to get them to understand. So I'm like, I'm just going to leave it at like it's kind of like a radio show. And they're like, it's like oh, a, okay. It's like a radio program. Yeah. We're on the, we're on the, <laughs> <laughs> so we're on the radio. So, so I explained that and, and, um, we were talking about this and that, just small talk and they'd never been to black rock. So they're like, Oh, you get a stone in the middle of your table. Well, I, I gotta cook my own food. I go, yeah, the stone's like 800 degrees, so it's not like, it, it doesn't take long at all. Like, you, you, they're going to give you your steak, you're going to slice it into, you know, little strips, and literally, if you want it, even if you wanted it medium, you're going to go like, psh, count to three, psh, count to three, done, that's it, and you're ready to eat. Side note on Black Rock, too, it does seem yeah. like the older older crowd is definitely against it, because that's all I've heard from anyone, I think, over the age of... <laughs> 60 is that I don't want to cook my own food. Yeah, I think I, a lot of them have children and they've 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 born their children, they've raised them, they've moved on. They're like, I'm done cooking for people. Right. The whole reason why I go out to dinner not is I want someone for, cooking for me. Not even cooking for myself. Yeah. I don't I don't want that trash. So uh so I'm trying to you know sort of <laughs> sugarcoat it and paint it with a very pretty broad brush going, This is gonna be an amazing experience. You're gonna have the a great time. This is it's like a communal thing. It's like I'm like, you ever had fun? Oh, I wouldn't have gone with communal. For no, no, no. I saved it. Hold on. I'm I was going to say, there. slippery I'm slope. Hold on. I said, have you ever uh, had fondue? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, honey, we haven't had fondue in a long time. Darling, you're, oh, he's a great cook. You should, you, we should do that again. So now we're off on a fucking 10-minute fondue track. Once I fucking steered that shit back into the lane, uh, I'm like, it's just like that. You know, you're, you're. You're sort of all doing it together. You're talking. You're enjoying the food. It's a very, you know, family type of thing rather than, like, you sitting there with your hands folded and someone brings you your food and you're like, chop, 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 cut, 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 eat, chew, 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 and that's it. You know, and you're and you're done. Like, this is so, so I sold them on it. 
while we were eating, like my, my mom was cutting her steak into like bite-sized pieces. <laughs> and she took the waiter's uh, direction to we'll do like three pieces at a time on the rock, uh, very literally. And so she's like, one, two, three. And then she'd watch it and then she'd go cut off three more. And then she'd go, and she ordered a shit ton of, they ordered a shit ton of food. They got, they got the bubbling shrimp on the stone, right? So it's in a little tiny cast iron skillet. Mm -hmm. And there's like maybe the eight or nine shrimp in there in like buttery, spicy, you know, I almost said fluid. (laughs) 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 Thanks for killing black rock for me, Uh, Bob. (laughs) It was very good. And you get toasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, and then. He almost he would have gotten uh like crab cakes too, but she's like, I don't I don't think I'm I don't think I could eat that. It's it's okay. So he orders a New York strip um with uh, you know and a New York strip is like a it was like a sixteen ounce. I was gonna say they're pretty big at Black This is a huge it's a huge steak. And, you know, I sat down right away and despite my age, um He's like, no, you know, so we're gonna, we're gonna, it's on me. Like, I'm like, no, you don't need to do that. I'm perfectly capable of like, no, you pay for my mom. Uh, I got me. No, 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 no. Though we're so happy that you came. Blah 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 blah. So I go, all right, okay. <laughs> but at the same time, I know like I can't go like, oh, I'll have the lobster tails and I'll have four right. of these and three of those and a couple of these naked lady teas and so, so I go, I'll take the you know the the nine ounce uh, sirloin. You know, it was like. $15 cheaper than what he ordered. And I'm like, I felt good about that. And I'm like, you get two sides. I'm like, I salad, I got a salad and mashed potatoes. He ordered, he ordered a side of the mushrooms. He got, um, you know, he's got his two sides and his giant steak. And my mom ordered steak plus kielbasa. And I'm like, why are you buying, I could, I could buy, I'd go to Kroger and buy kielbasa for like $1.75 tomorrow. And it would probably be the exact same kielbasa. I'm like, why would you do that at BlackRock? But okay. She got that, and then she got a side of asparagus. She got a, oh, they both got a giant baked potato that's the size of my fist. You know, just a huge baked potato. And so they, all this food, and my mom is like, she's really, <laughs> I think I was probably almost done with my steak. And I could see my mom is still like cutting and chopping and slicing and <laughs> cooking and turning and whatever. And I look over at her husband, and I'm like, you know, she's going to be like, yeah, don't ever take me here again. <laughs> I never worked so hard in my I life. I hate this place. I never worked this hard when my kids were young and I was making dinner for them. This this is the worst. So I go, and and she's got like the rock like is directly in front of her, right? But they're big booze at Black Rock, but she's got all of her food dishes over to like the side. Like as far far enough over where like it could have been someone else's dish. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even her. So she's like this. She's turned to the right. She's trying to eat. I'm going to get it to my mouth and... So I'm like, Mom, I- I'm almost done here. Let me let me help you. Give me the rest of your steak that hasn't been cooked. I'll cook it for you. You start working on the potato you haven't touched yet, and the asparagus, and you know, blah blah blah. So, so trying to help her through that, and I, I think I think they both enjoyed it. But he he literally worked up a sweat. Like he he took off his jacket. <laughs> He's wearing a, a sport jacket, sport coat. Took off his sport coat. Took his tie off, got his handkerchief out, was <laughs> blotting his forehead. Because <laughs> we're sitting there, I'm sitting there in a Grateful Dead t-shirt because I've already, you know, I went to the funeral today already. I already wore a shirt and tie. I'm just going in for Blackrock now, and then I'm going to the podcast, so I'm dressing for the podcast. But they have not changed clothes. So, and 
in his defense, they're sitting there with, uh, there's the stone from the shrimp. Um, there's the, his stone, my stone, and then my mom, because she got the, 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 the double thing. She got <laughs> so two of them there. You just surrounded. So five <laughs> stones on the table. Each one of them is 800 degrees. <laughs> Guys, did it get a little hotter in here? He, is it just and me? He's just like dripping sweat. Like it's running into over his eyebrows, <laughs> into his eyes. And he's like, huh, you know, uh, and I've been working out downstairs and uh, trying to, you know, kind of get back in some shape. And uh, a lot of extra steam coming up from the rock. Yeah, and all I the, just uh, all the sweat. I, I sweat really easy. I'm like, mm, do you? Okay, well, uh, maybe we should have him clear a lot of these empty dishes. I, it, it, the table looked like there had been like a whole football team sitting there eating. <laughs> all your moms. <laughs> yeah. So, so we get done eating, and then this is the story that I wanted to tell. Oh, that was just the the was intro. The intro, right? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, we're talking about um, we talked about a lot of shit. Like he, I t- I tried to sell him on the idea of a sous vide. He's like talking about oh I got a couple smokers in the back. Oh you don't smoke, you know like like I'm some kind of fucking asshole because I don't have a smoker. <laughs> nah, I'm not kidding. He, he's, he's very nice about it. But he's like, oh, this is what smokers are all about. Blah blah blah. So uh, he starts talking about um, sports. And he asked me, like, oh, what position I played uh, in football? And, um, oh, you know, I used to, you know, dabble a little with football. And I'm like, dabble a little? What is dabbling in? I didn't I didn't know one could dabble in football. <laughs> I could have gone pro, but I just decided I wanted to dabble. I, I didn't need that pro stuff. It's too, way too much pressure. So. <laughs> so I, I was in it for the sport, not the money. Yeah. So he was talking about. Uh, what was it? Oh, he's talking about Notre Dame. He's a big Notre Dame fan. He has, he's got a couple of friends that 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 played football at Notre Dame. So I go, okay. Yeah, if I was gonna be a real cock about it, I'm gonna be like, oh, give me some names. Want <laughs> to look them up? <laughs> well, yeah. What was pull I your phone out. exactly. <laughs> so he started talking about um, when he was working out and stories he'd heard from his friends who are his age, um, which is I'm gonna guess like early seventies. Um, and man, uh, you know, that workout sometimes can be kind of tough, especially when you get the body lockout, the body lockout, the body lockout, just, <laughs> <laughs> is that, uh, that's the, in my head, that's what I'm yeah. <laughs> thinking, but I go, so what would you say? What, let's see if we, we would have said the same thing here. So, I get, so your entire body just locks up? No, no, I said, what did you say? Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Excuse me? I don't think I heard you right. Body lockout. What, 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 what are you talking about? So he's like, you know, when, um, when you're, you know. I'm body like, locks no, out. No, I don't. I don't know. What do, you, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know when you go to the hospital and you're. No. And I, go, I go comatose. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, no, you go to the hospital and you're I'm like, brain dead. No. Um, you got the palsy. <laughs> I'm a palsy that you brought that back. Oh, up <laughs> hey. Hey, oh, get there it is. I'm a palsy that you brought yeah, it back up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he goes, no, when you're at the hospital and you're, you know, you're in that thing. And I'm like, uh, uh, Iron lung. Iron lung. Exactly. That's what I said. 
No, and I just keep going and going, and he's he he does not know how to express to me what he's saying, and I'm like, I just want to know what the fuck body lockout is. I've because I've never heard anyone say that before. I played a few sports in my time, lived on this earth for a while, never heard the term, and you're not a doctor, so. No. <laughs> he, not, not by any. So finally, he, get, he finally goes like this. He puts his arms out, and I go, uh, "You're in the stirrups. You give him birth." And my mom now starts giving me the, the stink eye. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she, not, she's catching on to what yeah, you're doing. She's not. Yeah, she's like, God damn it. So he goes, well, no, you know, when you've, like, when I go, so you've broken all of your limbs. <laughs> I go, traction. He's like, full body. Yes. Oh, traction. Tra wait. I go, oh, yeah, right. So I go, okay, let's rewind it. So you're saying body lockout is when you're in traction? He goes, no, you know, you just like, you, you just go, just exactly like you first did. <laughs> I go, body, okay, so you're, you're like a prisoner in your body and you're, you're just your brain. And you're like, I want to move, but I can't move and nothing is working. Is, is that what you're, when does that, okay, first of all, that's not a medical. So <laughs> he never explained it, but as he's talking, it dawns on me that his friend, who is his age, was doing some probably ill-advised exercise, <laughs> physical activity, and threw his back out. It can't stand up straight. So he's calling that, it, to him, I guess, like, you that's, just, that's you're just you mobile. You can't move anything. But he's called it body lockout. <laughs> and right away when he said, as soon as he said body lockout, the very first time my mom looked him over, she goes, yeah, we call it body lockout. I'm like, you're in this too? What? is this this is not a thing and you're a nurse there's no excuse yeah, i was for gonna you. say your mom being in the medical yes. field she should should, know, you should better. know better than that you can't just make up words for you should be correcting him no there's a word for that honey it's called you your back's fucked up uh, he's got the sarasota <laughs> oh you got a little of that vera cruz dude. oh vera cruz oh god he had the vera cruz bad wow yeah a horrible case of vera feel, cruz. Got, feel bad for the guy well yeah as you would as one does <laughs> So, just so you know, yeah. When you don't tell me you looked up body lockout. When you Google body lockout, <laughs> what do you get? The only things that show up are pictures of a crazy person. No videos on how to do a body lock throw in MMA. Oh, okay. I, I have heard of that. And the Master Lock Four Ten Black Safety Series Padlock on Amazon. <laughs> that is that is what comes up when. Uh, <laughs> You look up the old body lockout. <laughs> oh, man. Body lockout. Uh, the sad thing is now I laughed in my head, I did. And when I got in the car, for real, I laughed so hard about it. I'm like, well, that, I'm talking about it in the podcast. I, that, that's, that's all there is to it. <laughs> body lockout. I can't. And I thought it was so hilarious that, <laughs> that it was not an actual thing that his wife my mom, a nurse, didn't correct him on and just adopted as a thing that is a thing that I'm probably going to start saying it all the time now. I I would definitely hope you do. I got the old body lockout. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in bed with my woman, and uh, we're we're about to get get busy, and all of a sudden I got the, got old, the body. old body lockout. That's <laughs> <laughs> the worst part was I was on top and. Uh, that was not a pretty picture. Locked out right on top of her. 
<laughs> took, took her by surprise. <laughs> the, old, the old surprise lockout. <laughs> Eyes get real big. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Oh, Body lockout. <laughs> I went. <laughs> That is one of the best stories in the history of the universe. Uh, I, I'm going to start using body lockout. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I thought I kept thinking he's going to go. It's it's a cramp. Right. It's a cramp. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I threw my back out. I have body lockout. Yeah. And I I know Bob's mom. Love her to death. That is some funny shit. And I'll be bringing it up next time I see her. <laughs> yeah, I've been. She'll say, "Hi, how have you been, Todd?" And I'll be like. You know, I've been really good, except for the other day, I laughed so hard I got body lockout. (laughs) Body lockout. Yes. I'm going to stop using it and then see how long it takes somebody to ask me, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, now that we talked about this earlier, now I don't know whether I'd rather see the guy who invented the fish bowls on the on the bottoms of the bed, right. or to see Bob pepper him with different things. You got you got the palsy. Got the, right. <laughs> that was an awesome segment. Uh, we we got we got it. We, we probably got one or two more to tee up here. I hope you're having a good time. Oh yes. Uh, but let me tee up the next segment. I think I think we're gonna pull something from my past. Uh, I'll find something embarrassing about me or a story that I've told that. Uh, is something some silliness that I've been into. So let's uh, <laughs> let's tee this one up. Uh, something that uh, Todd Dillon did that was dumb. Mm-hmm. All right, this is uh, so. This is a story. I don't. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how this one plays uh, because I have told this, this story many, many, many times. Uh, this is uh, without further ado. This is my chicken and porn story. Uh, hopefully, it it, uh, it stands up because it is pretty funny. But uh, let's have it. The year. The year. Tell Friday 8. Here we go. Was 2000 and... You just told her. Something Already. Or other. What? This is the 20s? I, I thought it was 19... It's, no, it's 2000. <laughs> what? Oh, wait. 2000. How many decades do you think? How many what was, what, octaves okay, was so that? I, I, need a, I need a fact I check so I get this a... right, Corey. What, what year uh, was uh, Dubs' first term in office? Dubs? Yeah. 2002? Is that right? Come on, Bob. Not a great host. Dub? Like, yep. Talk to the mic, sir. It was wait. It was getting for clarification. I want to make sure I'm I'm accurate on this story because it was the year uh, before uh, W was uh, elected into office. Was the, the year because of the, because the, year of the chicken? This, because this is what drives. It, it's a driver of the story. It's a, it's it's important as to how this panned out to be. This January twentieth, two thousand one to January twentieth, two thousand nine. There you go. So the year was the, the year was two thousand, and uh, I actually just started working for a company that I won't name because again they. <laughs> would sue. They would probably sue. Conflict of interest. Yes. But anyway, the year is 2000, and I was traveling to do a training class out in Boston. And uh, it was during the uh, first, uh, the what do the presidents do that when they're, they're, the campaign run? Pomp and Flourish. The Pomp and Flourish campaign run. And so all the hotels in the Boston area, because W was out there uh, the same week I was for a training class, uh, all the hotels are st- sold out. And so actually, really, the, st- the title of this story, so I'm going to back off a second, should actually be just Red Roof Inn. Because uh, I don't care that... Ooh, I, I hope that they're a sponsor one day, because I, Todd Dillon, will never, ever 
ever, ever stay at a Red Roof Inn ever again. And that's how <laughs> the genesis of the chicken and porn story. I'm sorry, hold on. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Could you not grab a folding chair? No, there weren't any left. There was two when I went down there. I took one of them. The end. I will bet you any amount of money I can go down there and within well five worth, seconds grab, well worth this, the wait. grab I know. an identical folding chair. I, you, you guys all you, freaking peed on my story. All right, you, you got to share with Corey. The year was 2000. <laughs> Bread was a nickel. Gas was 87 cents a gallon. <laughs> I had a full head of hair. Afro. Jesus pops. I, I was wearing my and I like Ike's. Co- and cornrows pinned. on the weekend. I'm not. I've never seen your hair. You, you have hair? Oh, I've got pictures. I've got pictures. I, I know there's hair somewhere else. I'll send them to you. Anyways. So, all right. All right. So, it was the uh, during the campaign run up. Uh, all the hotels are taken in Boston. And, I, and my training class was actually downtown. And so, I, I ended up having to stay about. 16 miles outside of the city uh, in this BFS e-space, and the only hotel available was uh, the uh, Red Roof Inn. So I go to this Red Roof Inn, and it, it was a bit of an ordeal, and I got to set it up because it, it was kind of a miserable state. It was a really good training class, but I, it was about an hour and a half drive from where I was in Marlboro, Massachusetts, into the city where I was getting training. And uh, so that was, in the mor- that was on the way in, but on the way back... There was the di- big dig was going on at that time, and so there, and Boston is a town full of one-way streets and streets that were just paved over horse trails. So there was no direct way for me to get back from my training class because of the one-ways and road closures to my hotel room. And so while it would take me an hour and a half to get in in the morning in rush hour, when we would check, get out of class at five, it would take me about three to four hours to get back to my hotel room every night. Uh, what was worse, when I get back to my hotel room. Uh, there weren't any restaurants around. It was Red Roof Inn on the middle of uh, Route Nine. If anybody's familiar with Massachusetts, oh, yeah. and there's a there's Route a nine. there's a cement barrier, cement and barrier. the turnarounds are every like four four or five miles. They're not four like five miles. every mile. You're not making the story better. Anyway, so what happened is essentially I would get out of class. It'd take me. I'd get out at five. I wouldn't get back to my hotel room till nine, and then I'm like, I want to get something to eat, but I couldn't really find anything to eat because there was no no restaurants in the area. There's Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, and uh, that was about it. So I was just kind of a miserable stay and long you know, traffic every day. And then on like the third day of class, I took a wrong turn. I ended up on I-90. I ended up on the highway, and there's a little uh, kind of the gas station stop on the highway. So I stop in, and I'm super excited because there's a Popeye's chicken, and I'm like, I've been eating donuts and sandwiches for dinner every night because there's no place around my hotel i'm like there's a popeye's chicken i'm gonna order the whole thing so that's a step up absolutely so i'm like and and it was like a taste of home i'm out in boston this is one of my first times out spending uh a whole week out in boston and so uh i get i go i go to popeye's and and it's just me i only got a couple more days in class but it's wednesday so i'm like i'm gonna get i'll take your 12 piece chicken i get and i want the the red beans and rice i got the whole the, the whole nine yards and get back to my hotel room and, and oh yeah and by the way every night when I get to the hotel room and I want to t- kind of settle in before going to bed I turn the TV on and there's just squiggly lines there's like such horrible reception you couldn't even make out anything it was just horrible so that was kind of my, my deal but that night that Wednesday night I felt really really good because I had at least a taste of home uh, good fried chicken and again no black kids working in the middle of Marlboro Mass so the, you know, the service is real good uh, not to not to generalize or stereotype and again I'll, I'll back that out later you should edit that out uh, anyway anyway uh, so I get this so Wednesday is perfect of all the nights this is the best night ever 
Uh, so then on Thursday, I go into class, hour and a half in, I'm, and I can't find the same way back, but it's okay. I'm like in great spirits because when I get back, I still got like eight pieces of chicken left. I got my red beans and rice. I got all the stuff. I'm going to have dinner again. And uh, sure enough, it's like four hours before I get back to my room. But again, I'm still in a good mood because I'm like, taste of home again. I don't have to worry about go eating Dunkin' Donuts again for dinner. Open up the box, and there's like four pieces of chicken in there. And I'm Son like, a- I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You get in the car? Somebody ate my fucking chicken. <laughs> And I'm like, and now, and now I'm like, even though I have chicken in the room, I'm like, I'm not eating the chicken because somebody's been fingering my chicken. <laughs> now you've got to decide what kind of human being you actually are. Now I fucking just go to bed and cry. My night is ruined because I'm not eating secondhand chicken. That's what kind of human being you are? That's how kind of human being yeah. so, so define so a man. So, so I'm like, I'm just, I'm pissed. I go to bed and then I got one more night Friday. I'm going. And so again, I'm at a Red Roof Inn for a week. And anybody who knows Red Roof Inns, they aren't. Top-notch hotels. It should cost about 13 cents a night to stay there. Uh, and uh, so anyway, I go to check out, and uh, the, the hotel manager comes says, okay, I got your bill. It's uh, $576. Jesus. And I'm like, my, the bill should be like 160 bucks." And uh, he's like, no. He goes, uh, you got, you got uh, five nights in the hotel, and you got, uh, you, and you got all, and he goes, you got movie rounds. And I go, dude, I go, I didn't have I didn't rent any movies. I go, in fact, the TV in the room doesn't even work. I go, and I wasn't gonna bitch about this, but not only does the TV not work, I go, somebody was in the room and they ate my chicken. <laughs> and the guy's like and the guy's looking at me, he's like going, No, no, sir, you watch two movies every day. And I go, I did not watch any movies. The TV's broken. He goes, and it, and then he goes, clerks on me, and he's like, You watched big pink pussy lips. <laughs> Big fatties with big titties. <laughs> and he started listing off all these vile, horrible pornography movies that I had not seen because there was a squiggly lines on the bitch. But the thing that makes me mad and the reason I will never, ever stay at a Red Roof Inn again is because some dude was sitting in my bed, spanking his meat, eating my fried chicken, watching porn in my bed. And I put my face on that pillow. It's why I don't put, literally, when I, now I'm traumatized. When I roll over in the bed, if my mouth opens and my lip touches the freaking pillow, I wake up in cold sweat because there's a, I, all I picture is this dude spanking it with <laughs> fried chicken grease. I've got to get this off my chest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember being in Boston that weekend. <laughs> so. And you know this and car- I thought it was funny it, that uh, it, here's the funny the last time I came back to the room bit, there was fried chicken in my fridge. The, the last bit after, after I freaking yeah. go off on this hotel manager after he lists all the freaking dirty movies and I go off on him about the fried chicken and greasy dicks, he goes five hundred and seventy six dollars, Mister Dillon. <laughs> that fucker made me pay. And so to this, so for, I will never. If the apocalypse happens and the only indoor shelter is Red Roof Inn, I will sleep outside. Awesome. Fuck them. I love the fact that he didn't discount one penny. <laughs> Actually, had he joined like $567.12 instead of... <laughs> We're good 13. because I, I, did, I think I did see a booby that one night. <laughs> well, the squiggly, a squiggly oh, booby. You, you know, and like I said, let's back that out. There's some dude rolling into my room knowing the trick. He's probably slapping it twice on the left side to get clarity. And then he's watching all these vile movies. <laughs> on the left and side. He's like, Wait, I, and he's like, I smell chicken. This dude's bilateral. <laughs> Exactly. I smell chicken, so, but I can't find his lotion. Jesus. <gasps> his lotion. <laughs> so, Todd, you realize 
after talking to that manager who the person was that was doing it since he charged you full price. Good point. He's, good he point. Just, you, he you, just you, solved it. You, look, <laughs> you were looking him right in the <laughs> eye. Well done, Mr. Sherlock. <laughs> If he, well, he looked down at the paper. I assume since he since he didn't know since he didn't know the titles on it. <laughs> Sir, what's that hanging from your mouth? Is that is that a piece of chicken? Sorry, what? Oh, well, nothing, nothing. Hopefully, it was worth the wait. Five hundred sixty-seven dollars. See fingerprints on the paper. Oh my goodness! I just, like is I said, that, I can still visualize. Chicken grease on my receipt. He was sitting ass naked on my pillow, <laughs> pulling pulling Popeye's grease across his. <laughs> <laughs> Popeye's grease suddenly makes me violently ill. Oh, good. I was wondering. I was worried about the end. That's it. That. Here's the odd thing. I will never ever stay at a Red Roof Inn, but I'll have Popeye's like nobody's. <laughs> so Popeye's wasn't the problem here. I think I just had Popeye's chicken last week, Chris. <laughs> I was just thinking you say that. I've driven past that Red Roof Inn. Dozens of times. <laughs> and every time I look at the, the price on it and the, the building and I go, yeah, I'm not staying there. <laughs> so definitely not. But Popeye's, I, like, I'm, I'm still in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, those are those some crazy days. Oh, yes, uh, they were. But I'll never forget that. And I, again, and I, it, it's funny. Uh, I wasn't actually working for the company that I didn't name. At the time, I was actually a contractor working for another company. And yeah. so... We had to submit. Oh, the expense report. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it got double scrutiny. And they're like, you know that we don't reimburse movies, and, and especially not these kind. Yes. And I'm like, I did not see any of these filthy movies. Yeah. And somebody stole my chicken. <laughs> All right, Chris. Uh, like I was saying, I'm super excited to kick off this next segment. This is uh, from, uh, I'm not sure what episode this was, but this is called Corey's Day in Heaven. No, but what, what I do here's a good uh, good podcast question. Yeah. What believing that this is this is a thing that there's an afterlife, mm-hmm. and I think we're gonna have some similar answers. But what would heaven look like to Corey Selesky? <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, what would a never ending night at Ray's? Corey needs no. to go. No, no, you no? need to go last. You need to go last because uh, you, you I, are the. You're the last word in it, right? So let's start with let's start with. You're, you're closer to him than we are, so you're going to go second to last, all right? So, so we're all describing which, what a perfect night. Yeah. Or, you want to go first? What, you want me to go first? Heaven would be to ourselves to, or to Corey? To Corey. Oh yeah. You want to go first? No, it's, it's okay. You want to go first? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I, I would. Thought, I thought it was all individual. No, 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 no. it's all about you. All about you, buddy. Oh, but Danielle wouldn't be happy with that either because she'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I was like, God damn it. But it's easier. I can't do voices. I don't know what it's like. It's easier like to Corey, project but... on, on someone else. But it would almost be like, I feel like it would be like a groundhog's day. Well, why don't you go first? Yeah, do you, that's, how, do you, how do you think it would go? For Corey, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think it would be like a groundhog's day where okay. he could you know, go through his daily motions and everything that he, he has to do, but be off. And like something like the pig roast, like some kind of big Uncle Ray's event where he's got all his friends. A never-ending pig roast. Yeah, just where it just keeps going on. You can get drunk, but you can't die. Right, it is heaven. Yeah, you can't die. <laughs> let's let's assume that that holds true. There's no money tendered. It's just as many vodka and sprites as uh, you want. Yep, yep. As much fireball, and you get drunk, but you don't like pass out and get drunk. You just 
keep getting a little bit drunker. You're having good times with your friends. There's a lot of food there. Oh, the pig just got done. What? We just ate. Oh, I'm hungry again. Well, the second pig just got done. You know, it would be like a reoccurring thing that just would just keep right. flowing all right. the time. You could walk around and talk to There's people there that you used to work with or, you know, family members, and, and they're just a constant flow of socially mingling, going around and having drinks, and I, I think that would be a, a Corey heaven. All right. You're never, all kick, right. you're never kicked out. Never kicked out. All right, I'm going to build off of that. But I, it's always nighttime. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an important. Yep, yeah, I would agree so with yeah, that. You, got, you guys are I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to build off. We're what off he the said. mark. Huh? I'm you, say, you guys are starting to get further and further say, off the mark. Uh, heaven to Corey would be that similar setup where he's got all of the things that make him happy. Okay, he's got someone, someone serving him the drinks that he likes and the way that they're made at the pace that he likes it. But I would even say uh, he wants things to be in reach. But I stopped myself from saying, like, oh, he wants, you know, uh, just a, a smorgasbord of all his all of his favorite foods within arm's distance. Because I don't think that's it. I think Corey likes the exploration. He likes the... Oh, yeah. He, he would like for them to be directly next... Like, he would like Uncle Ray's to be in the middle of a block, like a long block, full of restaurants with all of his favorite shit. It's always open. Yeah. And maybe some maybe some cool stores like a, like a Dick's or like a... You know, whatever, whatever cools like a like Under Armour. Ar- Armour surplus, Under Armour factory right next door, all in the same block, so that he can whatever he wants is like he can say, "I'll be right back," and no one will ever take a seat. He will get up and he will walk next door and it'll be like, "Oh, well, there's a there's a little uh, a souffle, a little uh, dessert, uh, sort of a uh, you know a a, 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 a a muffin that I've never seen before. <laughs> it looks it looks delicious. It okay. looks like it's covered with uh, sprinkles and uh, all of the ingredients that I love. And I'd like to try that, That's please. And then he'll walk next door and he'll grab a brand new pra- pair of uh, compression shorts. And then he'll come back over to Ray's and sit down and be like, "I'll have another fireball, please." And he'll open up his thing. And he'll try uh, that. That's that's how I so he it. so he can. But but think about this. He can go out the back door and suddenly he's at the Ascoda property. Yes, yes. He can go Everything out. Everything is. He can go out. Hold on. He can go out the front door. Yeah. And he's he's at the main seashore. Right. Of Maine with all these lobster restaurants, <laughs> and and water splashing up against the shore, and he could go and right. have fresh lobster. Yeah. Then he can go back into Uncle Ray's at any time. Go yeah. off to the right, and there's a bunch of restaurants and stuff. Yep. And he can go off to the left. And there's but just a squad car waiting with a uniform that all of a sudden to... he's in that he can just go patrol and do things. Yes, <laughs> but I don't think he wants to like sit his ass in the chair and never have to get up. And no, I don't. No, I don't think so. I think he likes the journey, but the journey can't be very long. The very short journey, just out the door and around the corner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With it's like you know less than twenty seconds to walk there, but everything is within that. You know what? Or like, kind of like a time lapse. Like he gets in his car for like five minutes, and he's oh, and time speeds up yep. on his way. To and get he's to the thing. and he's wherever he needs to go. He's all of a sudden at the Escoda property. Yeah, but but heaven is forever. So if he does that like three or four times, it's going to get old, and he's and then he's going to be like, why can't I just be there immediately? Yeah, but I think he likes the idea of getting into his car and driving out the driveway and leaving. You know what I mean? So I think it would be kind of cool. As long as no one is going, like, what time are you going to be there? No. Uh, are you going to be on time? No. Nope. Are, are you? What time can we expect you? What's your ETA? Because like, he, he likes... He, his, his, his clock, his calendar controls 
everything. He likes the idea of the escape. Yeah. Corey likes yeah. that he I don't can visit. tied down by the man. Yep. He, he can visit people on his own time. He yeah, doesn't want to exactly. be surrounded by his friends constantly. He right. wants to be able to when I feel like leave it, Uncle I'll Ray's yeah. and go to Danielle's in uh, Danielle's Heaven House. Mm-hmm. And then he can go to. <laughs> we, don't, house. we don't have a Heaven House together. No. Oh, no. No, oh, no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. No, you're you're forever in heaven mowing your own lawn, uh, <laughs> asking him to come over and help. And he's like, I got, I, I'm I'm doing a crab boil at five o'clock. Uh, I'll be there as soon as I'm done. He's gonna. I'm on the way. He'll say, he'll he's perpetually on the way. He will always be five on minutes, the way. but it's always, always five minutes on the way. Just real quick, I've yeah. never asked him to mow my grass. You should do that. Anyway, uh, are you done? Mm-hmm. All right. So we we we've monopolize a lot of time let's pass yep. it off to danielle so danielle what do you think i feel like mine's way more simpler than your guys way no, what that, that's, way that's what fine. simpler that's fine okay Clarice is a simple man yeah so what, what thing <laughs> what do you th- what would what's heaven to Corey look like just being an oscoda just on at the are you there as Montiki? well i mean i would hope so but uh, okay who knows no no i'm asking you what do you I, what I do you think i don't know do you think that you would be there do you think he would i would hope so okay well i wasn't there I'm also not there. You said friends. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, do not fr- count. Friends could be there, but I wasn't there. I've never been there. Yeah. Would I be there at the Heaven House? I don't know. Would you? Or would I just be a projection? I don't know. It's your. Well, Corey's Heaven House would either be Uncle Ray's moved to Ascota or Ascota moved to Uncle Ray's, and all on the same block. But I think I think the idea. I think Corey has a lot of different things he likes, or are his own little heaven. But he likes the journey. You know what I mean? I think he likes yeah. the build-up, the journey. I don't think he wants to be stuck in one spot forever, even though he loves he Uncle Ray. As long as he can set his own schedule and pick his own. Yep. Like, I want to do this now. I don't feel like doing that now. I feel like doing this now. Like an unlimited supply of money within reason. Of pay- No, everything is free. Yeah, no, paychecks and stuff no that object. are just coming in. He's just got money if he yeah. wants it. And he never has to go back to work. No. And it's just, all right, what are we doing today? Yeah, Where are we going? Every every day is the day. There's it, no end yep. to the day. Yep. The day and just I don't think it's going to be anything grandiose. It's not going to be like, oh, I want to go to Las Vegas and spend all this money. No, I think it's I, like, no, yeah, just that's knowing. where he's he's he's, he's simple pleasures. Mm-hmm. He knows what he likes, and he doesn't necessarily need all sorts of trappings of, you know what I mean, the the rich and famous. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't have those champagne wishes and caviar dreams. He's more of a <laughs> no. simple man. He's not at a black tie affair. No, no, no. He's going to no. be. Uh, and by the way, in heaven. Always Under Armour t-shirt, shorts, shorts and flip-flops. Shorts, yeah. Yep. yep. Optional hat and beard, but always the same. Mm-hmm. It's always winter. <laughs> so, it's always fall. Oh, God, wouldn't that be Comfortably, great? Comfortably, yeah, it would be amazing. If it was always... No, if, not always fall. If, if, no, you don't like fall? Yeah. No, because yeah. you like summer. What? You like summer. Uh, summer like summer. Summer's the... Ah. Summer, yeah, because he can go in the water. That's why he's All right, I, I don't want to... I don't want to... I feel like we could kind of cut you off. No, you're good. Age, so... Your guys are, yours uh-huh. are very intricate. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the kind of picture we like to paint, Danielle. I see that. Uh, but but you you can paint a simple one. It's fine. Totally but fine. Here's but. a question. Mm-hmm. The shores, the shores, not St. Clair, mm-hmm. but the shores of Oscoda, are they lapping up with lobster bisque? <laughs> no, but the DoorDash would be able to bring him lobster bisque. Or are the shores of Oscoda suddenly salt water? No. And you can catch your own lobsters. No, no. you wouldn't. You no. want it to be fresh water. Yeah. Because I actually like going in the water, so I don't want to deal with. Sharks we haven't gotten to you yet. Let's let's oh. let, let you finish. I don't want to. I don't want to short. No, you know, I don't the... have like a long 
crazy. Anything else you want to add? Like any like what else would what, what else would say. be there? What else would be there? What would you guys assuming you guys would be together, assuming that that's something that he would want, mm-hmm. what would you guys be doing in heaven? Just hanging out on the beach. Hanging like what we beach. did when we were on vacation. Like okay. one long day. Mm-hmm. And every day was that? Like yeah. it was just a never ending day of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about um other things you guys have done together that, that are awesome that we had a great time? Whether it's Wings games, uh, like a like a uh, uh, does every day include like a Luke Bryan concert or no, not for he Corey's house? <laughs> 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 he wouldn't go to a no, Luke Bryan concert. All right, no. so what would it look like for Corey? Would you would you then be like taking a bullet for Corey, going, yeah, yeah, I guess we're we're gonna go see Tool every day in heaven. But are there? I mean, are there concerts? It's heaven. I don't know. It's, it's whatever, Corey's heaven. It's whatever, whatever you want it to be. Right? Corey can go. Yeah, every night tool concert. How do we know this isn't a figment of our imagination right, right very now? True. Yeah, we're all copper oh, top I can batteries. tell you it's not. We've <laughs> been dead. We've been dead for years. Yeah. Oh, dead inside for sure. For sure. And it's an eternal podcast that just keeps going on. Yeah. We keep pouring shots. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? No. No. Okay. All right, sir. We, we've we've gone around the table. You could all tell us now to go fuck ourselves, and here's the way it is. <laughs> this is so, every time I'm like, hey, Corey, I get the same look. He's like, oh, God. Well, Why he, are you putting the spotlight on me? You started traveling way off path with the, oh, pe- people, all the people. All, people all around. I know. I was like, I he doesn't want people, no people there. That's, that's why I said you can. I took that back, and oh, okay. I said, "I said, well, you know, he likes to be able to leave yeah, when he wants." Yeah, and I well, focused like, on what you were doing, not who you're with. Like, uh, I didn't uh, say I was there. No, I didn't say no. He was there. Having, having you guys around would be fine, but yeah, I've, I've, oh, thanks. Fine, would be fine. <laughs> wow. Hey, if you were there in my heaven, that'd be fine. I guess I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't. God, hate God, it. God, God, no, not, you, God. It'd be tolerable. God, yeah. Tell, <laughs> t- tell Jesus, Bob and Nick can come in. <laughs> You guys want to ask about my heaven and then down it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how this works. Pretty much. But yeah, it would definitely be being on Skoda. I, I wouldn't even need, need Rays. Right, you shut your mouth, yeah. Corey I knew that's what he was going to say. Sir. Wouldn't even need you it. You guys didn't see him up in Skoda, though. That's true. I mean, and, and that could just be a perpetuating th- wake up every morning. Go sit down on the beach by the water, Groundhog's Day kind of thing. Yeah. Go. But what if what if r- right off of the road, where the cottage was, was Ray's? Yeah, it's yeah your I would never go have... there. I mean, that'd be fine. But I, I that's I, what I'm saying. It's heaven. You get whatever you want to make it. Do you want to just make drinks at home by yourself all the time at at, at Yeah, that'd, that'd be fine. Uh, well, I mean, after you know several you years have, of that, you, you might want to go to the bar. To, right. You wouldn't get to interact with Jason. You wouldn't get to have Dawn make you the drink. Uh, you wouldn't get to see Angie, uh, Don. You wouldn't get to uh, uh, cast your well, phone under the TV. The, I, I think I know where we're going with this. Okay. The Uncle Ray's across the street from the Oscoda house, enough, far enough away to where if you want to go to it, you see it. It's always there, yeah. But if you look out the window, it's not there. <laughs> so, like, That's, you can still take in, this, take in the scenery of right. Oscoda, right. but if all, you just take 100 paces and, or if 10 <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize who I was talking to. And uh, and all of a sudden, Ten shuffling, all shambling of a sudden paces. All of a sudden, it's nighttime, and you're at Uncle Ray's. Yeah. But oh, that's, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. It's always it's always daytime, sunny at the beach, but as soon as you cross the road, yep. and summer, nighttime at Ray's. And, and now it's nighttime at Uncle Ray's. Fall at Ray's. Yep. And uh, so again, too, I, I see summer walk on the patio, stuff like that. But yeah. Okay. But you come in, and in the Uncle Ray's heaven, the bartender is always heaven. 
Ooh, good twist. Not bad to look at. The heaven bartender heaven would would get all your drinks on time. Yep, make a fantastic Bloody Mary. Yeah, I mean, I guess that. that <laughs> look, know, how not, look how not excited he looks. No, he he actually looks like he's like doing like long division. He's like, <laughs> okay, all right, like as if we're like, I'll allow it. <laughs> but the, the most important part would just be being on the beach and waking up in that cabin every day and okay. not having to worry about putting on any sunscreen, actual, actual clothing or. What? Yeah, hold on. Are, no, you, no, just very, are you nude in heaven no, all the time? No, no okay. Because we, we don't. Board, we board, don't, board shorts. We don't want to be at that heaven. That or and then putting on uh, just athletic shorts after that to hang out in the cabin and and being done with it. Okay. That, How about people? Uh, like I said, yeah, you guys. Uh, past that, I I don't think I need to see anyone else. So wow, yeah, family. It's a Mom, tall sisters. tall order. Dad. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, if I could have my dad and mom there, then I, every once in a while. <laughs> I can come visit. Well, th- those board shirts aren't going to wash themselves. <laughs> now that was a crazy segment. Yes. I think I think uh, he got a lot of things. He got raised, foisted on him, it felt like, felt like oh, to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty big contrast between... <laughs> What everybody else thought he would like. Exactly. Yes. I think someone should buy Corey a trip to Hawaii, though, before he settles in on an Oscoda beach. Because yeah. while it is fabulous, yeah. it's not Maui. Uh, no. I haven't been to either. Oh, I, we should do that. Mm, we should yeah. do that. Yeah. And we should take Corey and no one else. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, we leave him behind, too. Yeah, because, you know, the funny thing is, he didn't well, list me. He's literally, it was yeah. maybe Danielle. Yeah. And, and it would be okay if... Yeah. Nick and Bob showed up. Yeah. So, uh, and he doesn't want to wear clothes. So, yeah, I don't no, need to see that. No, that, yeah. A little, a really short, slow guy, naked, Nasco. No, no. <laughs> this imagery that's trying to get into my head right yeah. now. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cor- Corey's having, and I was, and, and I wanted another comment. This all presupposes that other people are going to make it to Corey's heaven. Right. And that their heaven is to serve him drinks. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like that might be somebody's hell. Right. This is an interesting segment. I think they should. They should. We should rerun this, and uh, we should tease this out a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) I think that gets us to the end of this thing, man. I had a great time today. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Excellent. We definitely will have you back on the show. Uh, You have to join the whole crew. Uh, This has been uh, Todd and Chris. Uh, rocking out to the greatest hits of the Schnoz cast. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. Have a great year. Goodbye, y'all. Goodbye.